Tony hates when I scroll down. On yeah, this, that shit on this is stuff. so it's terrible. It's so vexing. Yes. But we can look up and we can see that it's working. But yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is another Conscious Reconstruction episode. I am here with Ash and the host, a.k.a. Just Charles. He's going to host the show today. He didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, you see how surprised he sound? Yeah. That's that's real live surprise. Surprise on air. <laughs> don't do that to me. Yeah. This is you. You know all the topics. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Uh-uh. Yeah, go ahead. Take it away. Why are you out here trying to deflect your job? <laughs> see, he got this, this taste of not always hosting things. And yeah. now he wants, defer, he wants to defer the hosting on to me. Not all the I time. I like this. All I know is just like Charles should change his ways and how he's acting. K. Michelle has changed her face and how she's acting. And so, you know. Why are people so upset with her? I don't... I can understand. <laughs> Matt Charles went right back to me and he's like, no, no, no. So my main question, why are y'all upset that K. Michelle did this? Like, she did it to herself. She didn't do it to a child. She didn't do it to anybody else. She, I guess upset isn't necessarily the right word. It's more of you are already an attractive woman. And then you made yourself look like a Kardashian. I mean, Kardashians make themselves look like us. So <laughs> it's just like. That's. But that's counterintuitive. <laughs> if they make themselves look like us, then there should be no need to change. Right. I mean, quintessentially. I mean, but she felt we, like there was clearly. I mean, it was very odd because Ashley said she got lip fillers. And large lips are a fundamentally African-American feature. So quintessentially, the only thing that black people have that we don't particularly like now are noses. Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize my nose was considered to be large, but I thought almost everything on me in terms of like facial features were tiny. Like I have tiny ears. You do got tiny ears. Look at me discovering. (laughs) (laughs) That's an on They're so cute. Tiny ears, fairly tiny nose. Like my eyes aren't like definitely aren't beady or anything. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, uh, but then again, it's just like, so I don't know. It's literally the only thing that she really changed from not uh, that and skin tone. Yeah, the skin tone thing is definitely problematic, but that's not even only us problem. So I don't really necessarily want to talk about K. Michelle. I want to talk about the standard of beauty that African-American women are held to. And so Matt Charles made that face like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know Charles. you're attractive or I, you're not. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's always a relative thing. That's that's, that's this not helping. That's I that mean is, that's all, um, that's a, always a relative Ash, thing. I was about to hear me say Ash, that. I would never Ash, hear you say that. Oh, uh, can you interject, please, as a black I mean, woman? Help it's me. a relative thing. Help me. Oh my god! If someone either someone walk us out of this territory, or oh someone doesn't god. find you attractive, why he got us over here in this dangerous territory? He really did. He came out and said it, huh? Yeah, just came on hot. Well, no, God's just blazing. Everyone's gonna think everyone. Is attractive. No, that's, that's not different. what you said. <laughs> different for you. Like, mean, you either ugly or you not. You yeah, either good looking or you ugly. Yeah, what you said. Damn. You good I mean, looking or you ugly. When I look at a person, it's just like, okay, you're either somewhat kind of attractive. I mean, there's kind of a gradation, but once you hit, like, I don't think you're attractive, I know I don't you think should, you're attractive. Um, let Ash talk. 
said she's about a, what? Yeah, he said that. That is Ash. What do you think about society's um, how society places standards of black women's uh, appearance? Um, I think as long as the predominant person that's in charge, which is white people, they always gonna want their standard of beauty to look like them. If black people was in charge, they would want to look like them. But right now. <clears throat> It's kind of going through a resurgence where now they want to be more curvier. Now they want to have more full lips. I think they always wanted it, but <clears throat> even yeah. models, models is modeling is starting to change a little bit. They still want this real thin, like real thin, rafy, creepy. I mean, lady. Let me not shun on the skinny people. That's not but, um, necessarily about that. It's just like there's a difference between being sk- like thin and then looking like a stiff wind can take you away. I always say, I was just thinking about this. This is why dude was telling me the other day. We was chit-chatting. I'm like, what you call a fat ass? And he started giving me all these porn stars, these white porn stars with this fat ass. And I'm like, tis not a fat ass. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm really confused as to what his definition was fat ass. I'm trying to think of somebody y'all know that he would say. Not a porn star, just somebody walking around. Not oh, Cardi like, B. Jennifer Lawrence, probably. Something based on those upon, lines. Yeah. Based upon that. It's like that stereo her uh God, girl who plays Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson is Yeah, they think them asses is fat. Like they and was just like, oh. Stuff like, oh You're like, yeah, that's kinda I guess the stereotypical Meg the Styline. If you don't have to jump to put your jeans on, then it's then you don't really have And in our community, I, I know it's different, but now I'm seeing a subtle change where like even eyelashes are starting to get a little out of fucking hand. Now everybody want to have the fattest ass and then the skinniest fucking waist. It's like... And the longest eyelashes. And the longest eyelashes and the straightest fucking weave. Like, we, I don't... I'm I'm not trying to keep up with that standard. Mm-hmm. Um, Straight hair thing has never really... It never really went anywhere. It's been around since what? Well, Since yeah. niggas can straighten their hair, so... But it's something I've never fundamentally understood. It's just like... I mean, I do like longer hair, but I don't necessarily judge it by the, the inheritance of the straightness. It's, it's like, all about length, too. I mean, we got a lot going against us. Your hair got to be long. You got to be relatively short. Not not, eh. not necessarily short. Well, but I, guess you you well more- I, I guess that's more of a man thing than it is a black man thing, but you got to be relatively short. Usually niggas don't want you to be taller than them. Usually. Um... I mean, what else? The I whole, don't normally have to run into. I don't run into problems like that. Most women aren't that's true. Tonight. I'm not saying I run into those problems a lot, but I also know that if nigga don't want to talk to me, regardless of my height, he not gonna do it. If he taller than me, shorter than me, he not gonna do it. But I've never. I don't know. My qualifiers are so not really like certain things are more important than other things and height is never really something like I've always almost would have rather have dated someone taller because as a person who's dated predominantly shorter women it's mm-hmm. very annoying when you break like 6'2 <laughs> it's just like what do you gotta do I gotta come down here I gotta, knock, go knock, bitch. I gotta take <laughs> yeah I pretty much gotta take like an elevator to get down here just like yeah hey, like you relatively have to be kind of like short petite you gotta be your ass gotta be fat for niggas what else do you have to have? Yeah, long I mean, hair. Your butt got to be big for everyone. I'm not saying light skin is a a fucking prerequisite, but for some reason, if people keep lightening their skin, then clearly they aspiring to have. There's a standard there, 
and it's weird because it feels like as there is an inverse for men as it is for women. Because for some reason, women seem to like darker so, skinned dudes, and women, women's um, the standard on that is generally perspective. Light skinned yeah. women are um, the more one vaunted. that's upheld, the vaunted one, yeah. Yeah. But light-skinned women are men. No, no, I, I don't care about the men. Light-skinned women like dark-skinned men. Oh, they don't like the other light-skinned um, of them. So because then it's like they're competing for attention. Huh? As light-skinned dude, I don't understand. He's <laughs> like, I'm speaking for my brethren. What's going on here? <laughs> Most of your girlfriends been dark skin? Have they been black? No. Or brown? As light as you? Only one is actually only one that's been as light as I am. If they, if you're talking all the black. Yeah, I know. But I've always probably tried to date black women that were darker than me. Yeah, that's generally how light skinned people are. I mean, it's never really been a conscientious choice in terms of the skin color. I either think you're attractive or you're not. You've been through this early <laughs> Wait, so dark-skinned women like dating light-skinned men? Is that what you're saying, too? Dark-skinned women generally do like dating light-skinned men. Okay. Light-skinned men like dating dark-skinned women. Dark-skinned women... No, light-skinned women like dating dark-skinned men. And you'll see a lot of dark-skinned men with light-skinned women. I'm like sitting on... I guess I'm firmly light-skinned because you're darker than I am and you're considered to be light-skinned. I'm in the middle. I'm a... In the summer, I can hit a dark skin complexion. In the winter, I'm light. So so you like one of those stick bugs that are just kind of blended in wherever you're at. I've literally had people tell me, you're just light enough for me to talk to or you're just dark enough for me to talk to. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, I'm like... Judgy. You're not as... Dark as I normally would talk to, but you you dark enough. Or why are you so why are they so judging? You just light enough for me to talk to you. And it feels <laughs> like women are harder on women than men are. Yeah, Some, we are. What the fuck do you think like buying Chanel bags is for? That's for for you niggas. That's for another bitch so I can stun on her with my Chanel bag and my Manolo Blahniks. Like that shit ain't all our standards is for another bitch to be like, ooh, and ah. It I, might be it's definitely to get another man's attention, but what we really want is an approval of other women. I mean, I've never looked at a woman because like, ooh, she has a Chanel bag. Oh. That's Why exactly that? that's not for you. That's <laughs> Why not for am I you? looking at you is just like it just brings the entire outfit together. Honestly. It's a big C's on there. That's why that bitch wanted that. That's why I wanted it. What the fuck? I want to get it like. You it's not for a nigga. I don't know how much you spent on that outfit. It could have been $15. It could have been 500 Yeah. We're not really in the competition. Well, let me not say that. I would say it's more both, but women could be judged a little bit more harsher than a man could. Well, Cause cause But if I a think, man judge you, do it hurt more than when a woman do it? I don't know. I feel like women are way more cutting like. A woman to be out and just see another woman that they have no like interaction with or engagement with. Just on them. yeah, about the mm-hmm. whole outfit. Like, look at what she got on. How did we get here? Like first things first. I would never no. come out the house like that. Um, all right. I'm not first that, things first. That's cool. This all seems I like a trap. How it got here because though. like you can always bring this up, but if I randomly bring this up, this probably a problem. So <laughs> I'm just not going to engage inside of this conversation. This seems like a trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. No, I'm like, engaging. I'm just also confused. Why do, you, 
I mean, why? I would more so question, like, why do you care what she looks like? No, that's you can't ask that. Why? Because now you're defending her. I'm not caring. Oh, no, I'm not defending her. You can't, I'm no, no, wondering no. why your insecurities mm-hmm. are the way that they are no, to the no, point no, where no. you got to compare yourself to everyone. You can't take a stance that <laughs> sounds like defensive the bitch that she's dunking on. That's, that's not, not defending it. anyone. I'm talking, I'm bringing this on to around the corner to about you. Because that's, this why is not this listening is. to what I'm saying. I, Y'all got I, a lot of rules. God damn. I fucking, uh, oh, yes. I never want to date men a bitch. Play hot, what? Men, men gotta be out here hopscotching around and doing all Jesus. kinds of wild stuff. You can't say that. You can't say this. What the fuck? What can you say? What can you say or do? You can say a lot, do a lot. You just can't be seen, I guess, having any type. I mean, I just, you can do what you want to do. I just recognize that if There's I sound like I'm negative. defending her, your little feelings is going to be hurt. And now we got to have a different conversation. And that's dumb because I really don't give a fuck about this bitch or what you're saying about this bitch. So I'm going to just agree and keep it moving because none of that matters to me. But that means and your feelings are sometimes fragile. And but I don't see a, a point to... At that point, I see something that needs fixed. Because it's just like your insecurities are probably kind of out of control that you need Facts, to compare yourself, like, to, God compare damn. yourself to every single woman that walks out the goddamn door. Even if she's not comparing, she's just talking shit. I mean, the minute you say, I would never walk out of the house like that, that no, is no, not saying, even if she's not saying that's that, you're holding said, yourself on some type of higher position. I'm just saying, it don't have to be that if women are critiquing each other. She's like, look at those. What's your baseline when you're critiquing? Oh, you asking me? Like, period. Whenever you're doing a baseline critique, like what you compare it to something else, it's a standard. Yes, and who, like, who is nor- like you're your normal standard or someone else inside of your life? Like, because if you uh, out here are walking around comparing everybody to Rihanna, probably you're all trash. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, it's just like if you don't walk out of your house looking like Serena Williams, well, what are you doing? Yeah, that's yeah. how women treat each other. I just, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't do that. That's a, but if you're hanging around me, you better knock him out the house looking at him like, boy, I will not stand for it. If you're my man, if my daughter, if you're my mom, I'm saying something. Don't come out the house looking at any old kind of way. That is you holding the people that are actually a part of your life somewhat accountable for not looking like hobos walking out the house. Bruh, that shit bothers me. Holding other people accountable for what they want to look like. Because as a person who existed on a college campus, one, not everybody got time to actually do all this shit every single day. Mm-hmm. As a person who spent time around women, dated women, so on and so forth, that like some wild, sometimes hour to two hour routine that you got to do in the morning. <sighs> I wouldn't even say that to take it that far. I just feel like, especially now that I got later in my life, I just want to show up to my life a certain way. And I don't want it to always be sweatpants and a fucking tank top or... You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is what I got on. This ain't really take that much effort. I like it because it say Nike on there. But I also like the shape of the shirt. And I really thought about putting it in there because that's how I wanted to show up today. If you don't show up to your fucking life, just wearing <laughs> your fucking thing. I mean, you don't really give a fuck about yourself. You just kind of moving on through. Well, really, it's not even about like trying to get anybody else to see you away. It's how do you want to show up to your like even... Like now, I don't wear, I try not to wear sweatpants in the house unless I'm going to work out. Now I've tried to get dresses because that's just how I want to show up every day. Okie dokie. 
That sounds insane to me. Sweatpants are It don't happen. It's not like this perfect thing where every day is a dress day. No. Some days, putting on sweatpants is like, oh, I don't really feel like wearing that. But I am very cognizant about how I'm walking around looking. Like, <laughs> I just like, would, why would I just want to be in sweatpants all the time in a fucking tank top working? That shit don't even make me feel good. Maybe me feel like I ain't accomplished nothing. But that's personal to me. I mean, I can see the thought of waking up and getting yourself like every, a lot of people like to start their day with a successful thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's setting their bed. Sometimes it's waking up, getting dressed and doing all the stuff that you need to do that. So that means you can wake up and you can always start your day with some type of some type of success. I can get that. And if that's your successful thing, that's all more power to you. Yeah. But I'm more so saying, don't worry about what other people worry about. Just worry about your own self-image and you'll probably be happy. Yeah, no, I'm not telling nobody to do this for other people. It's just showing up for yourself. And you got to ask yourself, well, if I'm constantly wearing this, not majority of the time wearing this, but if I can just put a little bit more effort into this one, how would I show up for myself for today? Instead of just being like putting yourself on the back burner, just showing up for yourself first. That's what that means to me. And I would hope somebody could get on that and just be like, well, damn, you know, this is how I want to feel today. Or this matters to me today. But like I said, why do work got to come before that? Or how, how you approach your day? Because you I can't mean, even show college? up for your college students, even college students. Like, I don't want to leave nobody out of this. I don't want uh, nobody out. College, some days you finished that paper last night and you rolling out of bed and you getting it moving today. Yeah, but even then, like, just thinking about, I watch this girl, she's a student, and she pick out her outfits, and she she do, like, the monthly planner thing, and she picks out her outfits, and they got some thought to it. Yeah, I mean, that is an outlier in terms of college. There is a lot of, there are a lot. I don't know, I guess, in terms of being thoughtful in what you're wearing and, like, I do think that there's a certain importance to it. I think that not on no like respectability politics because like I don't care if you're sagging or you are wearing whatever you feel like is your best. But I do think that you putting on something that makes you feel a little better than your normal regular clothes does have added to benefits. Like if you feel better, you just operate in a better space mentally. Oh, yeah. I can understand, like, you putting on something that actually increase your confidence level and stuff like that. That's fine. But. The thing that has to be something that's intentional. These are a lot of I statements. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that you should probably move, move through life. Oh, no, I don't think that that's an I statement. I think that it's a fact that if wearing certain things can make a person feel good. I don't think that's an I statement. I think that's like societal. Hmm. So I'm walking around dropping off packages and shit. I just don't want to look like every day is just a hard day. Like I like to show up to my job and my daily activities. Like I'm present. I'm here with this now. I put my best foot forward every day. Most days, every day it's not like that, but most days, like I just really want to put my best foot forward and like flex my shit and practice my style. Stuff like that. I don't know what the fuck. We was talking about black women and beauty standards. Well, yeah, but we got onto this because I said that most people shouldn't necessarily be worried about judging other people because that's what it kind of feels like a lot of women that I'm around just kind of do. Yeah. And then the more confident women that I'm around don't do that. Mm. And it's just like, well... 
There's probably some type of correlation. Who would, who would you say are the more confident women you're around? <laughs> Mother, sister, cousins. You think it has something to do with their age? Everyone's older than I am, so possibly. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's like the, I tend to skew about in terms of dating. I tend to skew skew my age or about younger. Yeah, so I was going to say like the people that you're around that they're you're looking at self-assured as of this point. Yeah, because they're older and have more life experience. I don't know if that's necessarily like a fair like measuring. Like these people who have all these experiences and have lived life and have gone well, through. And then, I've also dated women who don't do that. Are they confident? In ways and in other ways, they're clusterfucks. I'm well, only not. I guess that's what I meant because you said. <laughs> in other ways they're cluster. That's it's like we've already been through this. Well, that only was, makes people only. Get your stupid sane ass. <laughs> 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 what? I guess that was my point: is that they don't have to um, necessarily be competent to not have like that one, that yeah. one character trait. But it's like they have a certain degree of self. There's degrees of self-confidence, not self-confidence have more to do with anxiety or depression or something like that, but they rarely outward, like, when they're outwardly, they don't really, they, they're hard enough on themselves, that means they don't tend to be hard on other people, because they understand life is hard, sometimes. And I'm you trying to think of when the last time I roasted a lady, we collectively, as a family, roast everybody but it's usually if I talk about another woman she doing something out of character like this old lady was wearing like a north face in the middle of July that was wild <laughs> alright that's out wild. yeah that's, that's that's why I'm trying to think like do I just go to Walmart and be like what the fuck is you wearing it's like in winter I make fun I of tell du- my brothers I, wait, I make fun of dudes who wear like shorts in the hoodie cause it's just like yeah. it's basically like it's, it's pretty much you are refuting reality. <laughs> it's just like, I'm not cold. Dude, your nose is running. I'm not cold. Yo, white people around 40 degrees. Yo, they bring out that badminton. <laughs> it's just like, 40. I am an Anglo-Saxon combo. You're like, damn, it's Chad, like, you can wait. <laughs> Vikings put a coat on. Put a goddamn coat on and put some pants yeah, on. Like, God. Let it be 45 degrees outside. They will go out there with that North like, Face and cargo why shorts. Are you, why are you shivering? <laughs> Yo, they fucking love it. That is a fact. <laughs> it's like, why are you shivering? I mean, I'm not cold. You be like, my biggest issue is that they wear flip flops in the two. And as soon as it gets 50, don't they? They put them bad boys on. Yeah, so why smooth. are flip flops on? Why? <laughs> You don't care about your feet. <laughs> this is why y'all skin do what it do. Because y'all don't take care of yourselves properly. Y'all just like, nah, fuck this weather. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> okay, it's why? Not, it's but cold. that's pretty much the end of my judgment judgmentalness when it comes to other people. But uh, that's them that. refuting reality. Well, just like, but looking at someone's overall outfit is like... I perpetuate... Um, Male beauty standards. standards, no, <laughs> sure, yes, but I also perpetuate uh, beauty standards on uh, black women. I'm not gonna lie, like no, you. Well, you got I'm an extreme always, toes thing. Yeah, yeah. I need, <laughs> I need your toes to be done. If you're gonna get your toes done, yeah, I'd prefer them to be. It's like if your toes are done. Now nah, you don't have to put no, 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 no. Let me be honest. If we're gonna get go to gamut, shush, Charles. Let me tell you what I actually want in a woman. I need. Your toes done, <laughs> manicured and polished. I need your nails done, preferably gel nails so they're a little longer 
I like that. They don't got to be like the crazy length that y'all are doing right now. But a little longer, y'all can get <clears throat> all the types of shapes. I like coffins. I like stilettos. I like the cat claws. Yes, I do know all the names because, like I said, I perpetuate you care. this you beauty You care about standard. these things. Obviously, if you care about these things, I don't you know give a fuck about lashes too much. They can come or they can go. I'm not really looking at your lashes like, damn, this some long ass, sexy ass <laughs> lashes, bitch. That damn, girl. Like, that ain't really my thing. I'm going to be real, real honest with you. Mm-hmm. You out here um, looking like an owl. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of makeup, but if you're going to wear makeup, I prefer a more subtle, natural beat that you're going to put on. Like Minimalistic. Yes. If you're going to go all the way out, you better know what you're doing or I will make fun of you. <laughs> That's messed up. Going out to a date. No, it's not, because if your fingernail polish is chipped, I'm going to make fun of you. If your toenail polish is chipped, I'm going to make fun of you. You walking around just chipped fingernail polish? That shit could get in the food. You trying to poison yourself? Just going to flake off into all your food? You just what you eating? That's what you're doing? No. Motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah, you... It's it's like... (laughs) See, that's the funny thing. It's just like... Charles like, I don't know, motherfucker. (laughs) Why you so hostile immediately? (laughs) That's why why I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> Help me. Yeah, but that it's just like and those are all typically things I don't either I find you attractive or you I do not. like long hair. Um it doesn't necessarily have to be straight, but I do want you to have long hair. Um I mean my only thing is if you do short hair, your facial structure has to support you doing short no, hair. No, I don't want you to do short hair. Cause I've had women who did short hair. I don't want fine. you to do that. But it's just like if you don't have a facial structure for short hair. No, I'm gonna tell you I don't want you to do that. And then if you start breaking me on on beauty, if if you break if you break Tony in in your relationship and you start asking her for beauty advice, it's gonna be a very curated, limited amount of things. It's not limited. Like there's lots of ways. Like body type, I'm not necessarily super limited. <clears throat> you can really but, come in varying shape size. That's not a huge thing. Face though has to be cute. And like when I say cute, I mean like widely accepted. As aesthetically pretty. <laughs> Not like she's pretty to me. So wait, do you have to, is there, is there sometimes an active vote? Is just like, hey guys, do you That's think she's pretty? I've all my friends around a chick before to see what they <laughs> thought about how uh-huh. she looked. Everybody got it. So it's but I like, was honest opinion. So he's just like, I did. Do she, but do I generally like do know. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. See, it's not even about the bitch. At the end of the day, it's about how you look to another nigga with your bitch on your arm. No, not how I look with that. No, no. Well, why you have to bring her around? The other niggas. Then. I didn't what bring was her around. Doing? I brought them up there to look at her. <laughs> so it's like, what you think? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, make sure I'm not it's totally crazy, different. Please. Totally different what I said. I just want to know their opinion on her look. Yeah, sure. Like you want them to say, oh, no, with your car, right? Like yeah. she's an object. All right, cool. I was, we got it. Oh, no, <laughs> we is, got it. I was definitely stared directly into the skin. at the time, so sure. I was super toxic. <laughs> Nigga, you were still doing that shit today. Oh, no, my God. Not. Tony don't no. like enough people to have a gathering of friends to bring them up there to evaluate somebody. But I'm definitely, but I'm definitely <laughs> what picking a woman. So that's when he going to take it to, when he go out, when he go out with his intention, I'm no, going to be like, yeah, I, I want to this bitch look to no, these things. I already know, because I generally <laughs> do have a pretty good eye, but I'm, like I said, I'm going to date someone that if you look at her, you keep like, yeah, no, she's just aesthetically pleasing. But I, like I said, I do kind of perpetuate the superficial 
beauty standards that black women follow. The straight hair, the nails, the getting their makeup done all the time, getting their hair done all the time, that whole gambit. I perpetuated. I So that's why I was kind of quiet and just letting everybody else talk because I know that I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I am the problem. I recognize that I am the problem. I'm not. But I'm also probably not changing at this point. No, well, I like it. Because <laughs> I was like, so I like it. This is where I exist. This is where I am. Yeah, I like it. Now, I'm not going to, she's not necessarily going to outwardly force it on anybody just randomly saying, this is what you should look like. No, I'm um, not going to date you. But that's a whole nother thing. That's, there's an active level of choice, and you're not going to limit the people that you interact with based off of them not doing these things. Oh, no, we can be friends, but not dating you. So, I mean, that's a personal choice to do something that's incredibly personal. But like for me, a lot of those things I don't necessarily care about. Like, I don't care about your like your foot size or your hand size. Like, none of that's going to make me not date you. Like, like I said, body shape isn't really going to make me not date you because we all come as we are, except for your face. That shit better be pretty as fuck. You gotta be cute. I'm not saying no ugly chick. Like, I've had conversations with my brothers and they talk about how they don't necessarily like dating cuter bitches. Excuse me, women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, they're like, man, they a headache. They, gonna, they not just fucking with you. Everybody that said this has dealt with the woman or has a woman that is a past significant other that cheated on them. So if y'all dating bitches that y'all think are women that y'all think are less than attractive and they still cheated on y'all, why should I downgrade? <laughs> what the fuck is, where is the optimal point at in doing oh, that? I mean, you could just pick someone personality like, wise oh that's God. not going to cheat on you. Like every exactly. Si- so like every single woman I've talked to ever has basically looked at me and said, no, you're not going to cheat on anybody. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... It's, it was more like... I don't know if that's an insult or not. I don't either. <laughs> you don't look like, like a cheating type. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, you're just not going to cheat. No, nobody wants you. Is I that mean, for the most part, man? well, no, if I'm just going to leave somebody, I'm going to break up with them and I'm going to go over with the other person probably, but that's mm-hmm. probably the least. Because one, I'm not trying to juggle cheating on anybody. That's too much effort. Facts, B. I'm leaving. The fuck? I'll deal with the heartache and go fuck this nigga. What the fuck? I'm not dealing with heartache, lies, hiding. What the fuck out of my face? I mean, if I'm ready to go meet somebody else already, it's probably not going to be all that much heartache. It's already a rip. The heartache probably already happened. It's already a wrap if I start cheating. Ugh. Never going to get to the point where I'm cheating. I'm just going to dip. Yeah, be like, this is fine. I got to go. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> not that interest. I must not be that interested so do you anyway and I also like the idea of people more than oftentimes I like actually being with people oh I do find no makeup hair kind of messy like messy little bun no nails done no like very natural nails manicured toes manicured but not like paint on them and then you in like that tank top and like sweats look are you doing that Go like, around the house type thing. Yeah, you do that for like three months. I would <laughs> three, love that. Three months. You can do it for longer, <laughs> but months. I mean, I don't want a short period of that. I don't want you just doing it for a day. Like, because that's not, then I'm not going to get to enjoy all of it. So three months is like the minimum amount of time that I would like to enjoy this vibe. Because this, because that's the vibe too, like that homely, like, <laughs> like I'm not dating an ugly bitch, so she's still going to be cute. 
and attractive. She and I She's make sure that you're cute and attractive without very makeup. Minimalistic. On. Like I need to see homely you with no makeup. Homely is a way of calling someone ugly. <laughs> no, no, no. Homely when and I mean like in terms of the clothes they're wearing. Like they're gonna wear like sweats that kind of hang off of them, but sit up because they got a little bit of a booty. So as you know, it's. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's it's a whole it's like, like a sundress except for inside of sweatpants form. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole vibe, and then they got a little tank top and probably not wearing no uh, bra because they in the house. And it's it's just a nice it, that's just a nice aesthetic look too. So like you don't got to be done up all the time. Like I am all about that as well. Oh, I'm burnt. It's like the college girl look. Yeah, I guess for you. I mean, the college girl, the stereotypical college girl look is shirt, leggings. Well, see, this is sweats because, like, they're more like, I don't really go out to the club all like that. I'm kicking it at the house. I'm going to watch some Netflix. But I want to be comfortable. I throw these sweats on. I'm going to throw this tank top on. I don't need no bra because I'm at home. Chilling like a black woman in her natural habitat. That's sexy. I like that, too. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's all y'all here going through a zoo. This is the oh my god, that's, that's not what I was saying. Why is habitat not an, appro- an inappropriate word? Natural habitat. Uh, habitat just means the like environment the place that you that live. You naturally exist. Yeah. See, oh. uh, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, Tony. Oh my god. Continue with your life. This is working for you. Oh my god. I don't understand. I want you to continue. Was, no, I want to know why habitat is a. Not a correct statement. We're not animals. We're not shiny objects as Jodio friends. We are I, people. I, I don't do we the first thing person. anymore. I said that that was when I was we 21. People. We have and feelings I'll, that you don't like. I but acknowledge that feelings. feelings are fine. I don't I have mean, issue the with them. Thing that dudes don't it like was when I was 21 that I had, a, much, I had to get other people's opinions. Like, what y'all think? And then it was good. And really, see, it was less of a wish y'all thinking, like, look what I got. How many likes <laughs> this bitch gonna get? Yeah. Gonna, she was an Instagram picture. How many likes you think this bitch gonna get? It's a hot five exist. on a Saturday at three. It was like you I was taking weird. It was like I was taking my niggas to an Instagram post to see if all of them was gonna hit the like button. And they but did. Y'all aren't allowed to hit the like button. <laughs> yeah, you allowed to like her from a I wish I had Ray J's glasses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> All I know is that was when I was twenty one. I acknowledge that was toxic behavior. Very weird. Was, not I toxic. He said exactly it himself. It's terrible. It, it's terrible. Why am I showing her off like she's a trophy? I wasn't even dating her at that point. I just knew it was gonna happen. I probably even knew. I might have. Perrine was there. Chris was there. You might have been there. It was at the hookah. No, it was at uh, Minchie's. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like. Well, daily dose of toxicity from Tony, y'all. Uh. <laughs> I told you. Daily Tony dose has terrible future Daily vibes. dose. You know what you did last week, though, was so toxic. Future is his future. That's what it is. This nigga was like, oh, I'm going to apologize. He was no, he didn't say he was going to apologize. He said, I'm sorry for how you feel. I didn't intend to hurt you, but I'm not sorry for my actions. Nigga, how is that? That's not. I wouldn't say the second part. That's not an apology. Don't gonna, apologize. I'm not going to say the second part. Oh I'm my sorry god! For I'm don't just say anything. That no, that's. I'm sorry, but remorse comes with. I'm really sorry and change behavior. This nigga was like, oh, I'm not changing. Oh no! I'm sorry. You was in my way for real. No, it's it's not that it's not changed behavior. It's 
ultimately I can do nothing about the because way I I'm, what I'm not what I'm sorry for is, is the way that I handled the situation. So maybe I need to be more clear in what I'm going to be doing or in my actions or something like that, because clearly that's what I'm viewing as what caused your the turmoil. issue, your turmoil. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do what I was doing. I'm saying because I intended to do what I was doing. So mm-hmm. me apologizing for doing something that I intended to do sounds disingenuous to me. What I didn't intend to do was hurt your feelings. So if I didn't communicate effectively that I was about to go over here and be gone for three hours, I do apologize because I didn't communicate effectively. That's not what I intended to do. But I don't apologize for going over there for three hours. Like, I would be over there for three hours. But you also said, I'm doing it. I've done it. And you're also implying that you're going to do it again. I'm implying that I'm going to go over there for three hours again, but... Maybe I'm I gonna can... tell you about it, but how you feel about it afterwards is just definitely not up to me, nigga. What? I mean, he's, well, a, he's I also assuming the fact that the that, problem wasn't the fact that he went over there. The problem was the communication. Yeah, that's what I'm. So my first thought would be maybe the way that I communicated to you mm-hmm. is the issue. So let me try and communicate more effectively, because I don't. Yeah, I think that that would probably be my first thought. All right, I didn't communicate this effectively. She's upset because she's not comfortable in what I'm doing because I didn't communicate effectively. Let me communicate to her better. Now, if you still mad about what I'm doing after I've communicated to you, I need to understand why you mad. Now, if you have a valid reason, maybe oh, I'll stop doing what I'm doing. You're the person who looked at me and not say that's or the problem. Maybe I won't. We're talking about feelings here, Tony. You and you're to, the person uh, who always tells me. Feelings don't make sense all the time. So therefore, you're saying they're feeling upset. You're looking to be saying you got to have a logical reason. Nope, you can't explain the way they feel. No, I don't need them. No, no, I'm not (laughs) asking them to have a logical reason. I'm asking them to provide me a reason. It can't just because I want you to. Why? Because if their feelings are involved, because it makes me feel this. Express to me what it makes you feel. Go through that. Tell me how you feel, and and what this me doing this. What does that make you feel? What does that cause for you? Not so only. now I can understand. And so now if I choose to do that again, then yes, I'm call, choosing to cause you turmoil. But if you say, no, I just don't want you to do that, that just sounds like you just want to control my my movements. And I might not follow that. But if you say, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable because X, Y, and Z. Either I can try and alleviate that and go that way. But if you don't tell me how you feel, no. So you have to... Not be logical, but express to me how you feel about the situation. It can't just be I'm mad. Cool. But why? Why are you upset? I mean, the only thing that I'm wildly against is this entire situation because it's just like, what'd you do? I left for three hours and then I came back. I mean, that was just the the problem. I mean, that's just the example. But maybe the problem is in those three hours, she was trying to get in contact with you and you weren't available. And she didn't know where you were at. And so why did you disappear for three hours? just, oh, what's the word where I couldn't get phone signal? It happens. Okay, but I don't necessarily think that's the, the approach that you should take with her. Like, maybe you didn't communicate effectively that you'd be going somewhere for three and be gone for three hours. Maybe you forgot to tell her. So I'm just saying, hey, what about this situation made you uncomfortable? You didn't say anything to me. I don't like when you just disappear. I don't feel comfortable with the people that you're around. But there has to be a conversation about you feeling something and why. 
Toxic? Yeah, no, not super toxic, but I was definitely toxic back then. Mm-hmm. But no, that wasn't me trying to be toxic again. That is just, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it nine times out of 10. But I also recognize that you as a person have the agency to leave. I don't think that you should stay when I'm doing things that you don't like. Mm-hmm. You should definitely leave. Like, or I should leave if you're doing things that I don't like. Or we should have a conversation and see if we can meet in the middle. But that's generally rare. An hour and a half? Because most people like to do what they want to do and will agree to meet in the middle and then keep doing what they want to do and hope that the conversation mm, replaces the actions. And so it's like, well, we just keep having the same conversation. So kicking the can down the road. Oh, but I guess back to. But in terms of beauty standards. They ain't possible to fucking live up to because a lot of niggas don't have either that body shape. Usually it's like an hourglass figure, which I'm not going to say I have, but my waist is small. I can really tell with my large belly, but (laughs) 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 it's definitely a little small in the middle. But everybody don't have that shape. It's not like, don't nobody every day ain't got my shape. And you have to like usually enhance yourself to make yourself look like one of these Instagram bitches that enhance themselves maybe 50, 50, 50, 50, you know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but it's getting a little impossible now to just even want to keep up with that. You know, like, you can tell if they, uh, um, change their body. Hmm. You'll see a post from like, just for like timeline reference, 2019, September, and then a new one in 2020 because mm-hmm. they got to go through a healing process. So they're not going to post none of that in between part. <laughs> they're just going to pop out bad. Or it'd be like <laughs> post number one, 2021, June. You didn't just create an IG looking like that today. Yeah, did. You fucking lied. <laughs> all right, you deleted all I your did, old pictures. I did make an IG of me, of me looking like that today. You're right. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it's just like, that is not your, your own vernacular. That did is, I always look like this? That's not your problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I know you didn't, so it's fine. So, yeah, that's generally how you can tell. Like, when they have, like, a whitewash thing, and it's like, so you just popped up? Yeah. But you got all these followers. Where are these standards coming from? Now you got to think about that. Like, I can never say that black men didn't appreciate a thicker lady. That's never been an issue for niggas. I've never seen a nigga be like, damn. Not saying that he don't, but never just been like, yeah, she's so skinny, man. I've never seen that person. I'm not saying it's not oh. out there. I ain't never seen a nigga just be like, she's so skinny, nigga. What? Look at, look at her. She just. I, I think I literally just said that. Like skinny in an amazing way. Like skinny oh, in an amazing yeah. way, like, like nigga, yeah, that's ooh, it, exactly, that's that. How, yeah, that's, <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. I never I'm seen that. that. Exactly. And so that's what he was. She was saying. She said that black men, all black men, generally like curvy or female. Woman. Yeah, that's the way women are shaped. Not all not. of them. I mean, a lot of. I'm gonna, not. I mean, he's just as toxic as me. You have to I'm acknowledge very binary. this. Okay. I'm, I'm not toxically feel at least I'm honest with mine. I own my toxic. This nigga over here just <laughs> he do be pretending out. like what's wrong with that? <laughs> like what he just said was hella toxic and just was like I don't understand. I mean, shape, I mean that's how women are shaped. So either they're not. shaped like that or they're not. What? <laughs> I mean that's true. It's a very binary thing. It's, I mean yeah, you can say it's binary, but it's also toxic. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sometimes being binary is toxic, Charles, because women Facts. come in very different shapes and sizes. They, very different. They do. So it's not that they're just that or they're not. I yeah, mean, so it's it's also, like, that is also true. 
<laughs> I mean, you're either shaped that way. That's either a yes or a no thing. It's like, are you shaped that way? Yes. Are you shaped that way? No. It's true, but it's, <laughs> it's just toxic. Like, it's all I'm it's saying. Like, it's I hate way- women who are all different shapes and sizes. I have my own journal. But the, my general thing is I don't disqualify anyone because, necessarily because they don't meet any like all of my criteria. Whereas that's less of a deal breaker for me. Yeah, because when my I look primary at, criteria is that you be smart. You know, when I look at men, I'm not necessarily <laughs> Why are you looking- fucking handsome. Well, yeah, no, you have to be smart, but I'm not going to know that by looking at you. Yeah, when you first look at somebody, you won't be like, damn, how smart is this bitch? You usually try yeah, to... So <laughs> since, oh, no, I, <laughs> I generally try and have conversation with them. And then yeah, but that's not what attracted you over But that's not what brought you to them. Yeah. The look you of found them out brought afterwards. you. And then you spoke to them. Like, I look at them and just like, could I date them? Yeah, I could date them. Start this why is he capping? Like, he don't be looking at like, yeah, nigga, I'll motor the fuck out that bitch. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, that's not necessarily a thing. Also, I'm but not what a brought you really over right there? there? It wasn't because the, she was so smart. Probably the way smart. they look or the way they dress, or sometimes it is the, like, I had. Oh, look at I that have, bookworm over there. Fuck well, yeah. Well, no, I have cued in on someone because of the way that they actually dealt, like, handled and did stuff. In but you knew her. Before. You had yeah, prior like, experience. Like, like, you got to see her. Doing you know, that in class, it's okay to be super. We all superficial. We I mean, have to be. Level, oh, I'm not gonna lie. At some <laughs> fundamental level, yes, I am superficial. So but yeah, that's I what got like you over to that bitch. Unless you have very specific straight facial structure, titties, ass, whatever the fuck it is, legs, thighs, whatever got you over there to her, and then you found out. Oh, she has a brain. You're like she or not? Yeah, she so can have me. conversation. But the thing, my primary it's not difference as extreme is, as I him. will walk. I will walk away if you don't have a brain. It's just like yeah, it's not as extreme as him. Where I think he might put. I don't know if he put that on the back burner, but I'm not gonna speak to. That, but what? No, no, no. I was saying if he the put intelligence, isn't on the back burner per se. Yeah, but it's not a priority for you. It's it? number two after your looks because I'm obviously just going to see you first. Okay. So if you don't meet my beauty standard, then I'm not approaching you. But after we get there, then I want to know that either a you have some level of intelligence, or b you have some level of curiosity. Hmm. I'll take one or the other. Because intelligence is cool, but sometimes that shit is just as worthless as a dumb chick. If you got something curiosity, you're probably interested in learning and recognizing, hey, I don't have all the things I want to know, and I want to learn some new shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable in dealing with that as well. Because I recognize that you don't, your personality might be A1, and we might be a match in that regard. But you don't always meet people. a part of personality. No, it's not. And so you might not always meet people that have had the same opportunities as you. So I don't necessarily judge everybody on being in the same place or having the same like acumen as I do. But if you have like a willingness to like kind of try and gain some of that, then yeah, I'm game to fuck with you because realistically you're going to need some of that to like have conversation with me. Yeah. And things like that, and for us to really like be expressive to each other. So if you're willing to engage and gain those things, then I'm all for that. And so you don't have to already be at that level. Oh, but man. I guess I'm using the wrong word. I need them to be smart. No, you don't have to be smart. I I do need some level of like you being able to gain and process information inside of a somewhat. I mean, I guess matter. That's not I'm smart. Not that's you, you have the ability to learn. What you I mean, said is you want someone to have the ability to learn. I need you yes, to be able to gain. Yes, and not everybody can learn. 
But that's not being smart. It's just, yeah, you're true. Everybody can learn. So, but that's why I say curious. Like people who uh, aren't curious curi- don't I mean, curi- want to learn. Curious leads to you being interested in learning about something. If you it's have like, no, I'm nat- looking for the right word for what I want because it's just like it's not quite. You have to have all the information inside of the world because that's quintessentially impossible. There's going to be some amount of ignorance. I think that you I want a woman that's not- book smart though. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, for you, I'm not saying that you shouldn't or you should align yourself with me. I think that for you, you want someone that you can instantly sit down with and y'all can have a certain level of high value of conversation. Like, it's important for you to have, for her to have, like, a degree and shit like that? Not necessarily, because a degree does not necessarily mean that you paid attention during the entire time to get that degree. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you did the work long enough to the point where you made it through that class, and then you can void all that information after that. Just like I did with for anything that wasn't for computer science for me. I don't remember majority of my basic studies that I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there are some things that just duck inside of in terms of my basic studies from like because i just retain information differently than most people mm-hmm. but like that's the way i function i also understand that it's just like i just want you to kind of i want you to be respectful in whatever or like legit like knowledgeable in whatever field that you're choosing to operate in yeah, so like I said, you want a woman that has a certain level of book intelligence and just life intelligence where they can mm. sit down and start having a conversation with you. And yeah. it doesn't feel like, oh, I have to explain things. Yeah. Because explaining things to people who aren't interested in learning is hard and a fucking frivolous pursuit. It's like talking to a wall. It's like, I'll say Yeah, some you shit. have intelligent people that's like that that just don't want to learn. Like, don't know everything. Yeah, it's like all right, that I'm certain level of openness is super important. Yeah, and so that's why I like that curiosity. Because if I say something to you, like I met a woman like that. She was very <clears> learned, <throat> uh, really into school. Like had her whole like career and shit like that planned out. But anything that wasn't what she was interested in or that information, she would like stonewall it. Like you couldn't communicate with her. There was no level of curiosity or interest. And anything else. So it's like, all right, we're talking about me, we're talking about me, or we're talking about us and how I feel about us and how I feel about you. And then we're talking about me and my career. And then I might bring up something about things that I'm working on and she might acknowledge what I said and then go back to talking about her. Well, at that point, but you're not really. Everything that she was talking about could not, because when she would talk about her, I would engage and then ask the questions and things like that because I can have a conversation about anything. So she's in the medical field. She's going to be a doctor. So cool. Let's have these conversations. So that's what we did. I have lots of doctor friends, ma'am. We, we can do this. <laughs> and so that's what we did. But it was also let me know that me and you aren't compatible because you don't have a level of openness that allows you to gain new information that you haven't already chosen is correct for you. And you're pretty much anything outside of this field that you don't really care about, which is I also think is fundamentally flawed because you can never be a world balanced person like that. You can never. Uh, she cared about. Um, so the thing she cared about is her medical field and black societal issues. Yes. That was when I would like went to that protest and like laid in the grass and all that dumb shit. 
gonna get Tony landing grass. It's such a fucking that, funny I mean, image. He would have probably just been <laughs> laying somewhere else at that point. Now, so why not just go lay in the grass? That was the, yeah, that was some dumb shit. I was like, so this is what we doing? Like, when that's when I recognized that the way that the entire protest game right now is basically useless. Yeah, that's when <laughs> I was just like, that's when Tony was what like, is this doing? All right, so. <laughs> It was like <laughs> it was like for 12 <laughs> seconds. Who was choked out for like 12 minutes or something like that or 13 well, minutes? Uh George Floyd, Eric Garner, a lot of it people was, been it choked was, today. It was way before him. It was like maybe Derek Garner. York? Maybe Eric Garner. Yeah, but at the end of it, it's kind of sad is, that we have like a running list of people yeah, who have been choked. All I know today. is we <laughs> just laid there for like 13 seconds to like represent and it was just like all over the field and they were marching with signs and I was like alright I mean marching so no 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 where were no, you no I don't care I don't care <laughs> I don't care where you march y'all niggas are dumb <laughs> don't make me do this to the, <laughs> the processor because I be trying to keep my mouth shut oh my but God. I'll just drive by the block real quick if I need to because these niggas don't get anything accomplished because they're disorganized. They rally together in March, which is cool. And then they get mad at the people that are rioting. And then all the protesters that have this, oh, let's not break anything, get mad at the rioters. So then they don't want to protest anymore. So then they want to go back in the house. But realistically, the only time that people actually start having conversations is when we start breaking shit. You want to know why? Because the next step to breaking shit is killing people. You know what happens after you start killing people? Things change. We don't ever want to get to that point because loss of life is such an abhorrent thing and every life is so precious that we can't lose any because if we were losing any lives, then that would be a tragedy. Oh, wait, we're getting killed every day. But anyway, so they don't want to take it to any limit that any of the generations before us that were willing to take it to that actually accomplished anything. They want to lip service us to death and leverage political means which is the same things that they did back in the day but also while doing that they also utilize tactics of we're going to give as good as we got and you're going to start to see the hey you can't have all of this chaos everywhere and violence but we don't want chaos and violence because we're comfortable and we're never too uncomfortable because we don't ever think that it's going to be us. Sure, we get scared when the cops pull us over, but eh, it's not going to be me. I, I ain't doing other things he was doing. I ain't going to be resisting arrest. People are real comfortable because racism is... Commonplace. Commonplace and undercover. So people have accepted that, oh, this is the status quo. So the protesters don't do shit. So they can go suck a whole dick. All the groups, all the movement groups can suck a whole dick. But anyway, you need a break, Ash, because you seem like you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. And I was just checking. Well, that was an interesting diversion from black beauty standards. Yeah, I mean, I told you, I was just going to spray up the block because it just don't make no sense. Y'all not doing anything that is going to. Taking a nap. This old, I got to do the most ass nigga laying down. This is the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to imagine. Yeah, like I that be like, damn. Like that, <laughs> shit was, that shit was so stupid. Like I was laying here like, why are we doing this dumb ass shit? I can't. Oh my like, God. This is the dumbest shit I've ever done. I would have paid done. to see that shit. Oh, like, I, I mean, see Tony lay down for 13 seconds. Yeah, in the middle of a well, fucking grass. Oh my 
my fucking school campus. My mm-hmm. problem is, my main issue with that is, one, the amount of planning that they probably went through in order to lay down for that 13 seconds is probably way but more than that. They I had to get approval from the school to do the march and then they marched <laughs> around like they did anything the else. special loop of the school. Lord and have mercy. No justice. Oh, yeah. right. They could have started like an after school program yeah, for young boys. school college and in the, by the community. So it was. Damn, what this... Damn. It was just yelling. Yeah, it never really had to happen at my school. You never officially had to get any kind of word because it was technically a public place. That means in the public place, you're allowed to do these things. Yeah, so no. Degree. they And then they laid down on the ground for 13 seconds. I like now, this. laying down on the thir- ground for 13 seconds thing. Well, I just walked around those people. All of it was dumb. Why it's are you just here? Like, Everybody says that oh, we're wait, raising awareness. To- All right, bet. So 100% of us are raising awareness. Then 100% of the movement is just about knowing that there's bad shit happening. Exactly. Cool. That shit is so cool. weird. You're Raising right. awareness. you right. You want people to know you're that's right. the end of your battle. you right. Somebody know. you right. As long as you know about this. Cool. Thank Bobby. Oh, <laughs> thank I you. I mean, some people believe that. No, thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. You told me. <laughs> thank yeah, you. That's, that was so trying helpful. To tell, so that's the funny weird. thing. They're not trying to tell you. They're trying to tell everyone else. Yeah, let, that's uh, it. Let them know. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for telling them. That's so weird to tell your oppressor. Hey, you know you're hey, oppressing me, right? What we're all going to do, you know what our new yeah. protest plan is? <laughs> I do. Awareness. We want everyone to know. It's so weird. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know how we got on this, but that's kind of the reason why the Black Lives Matter thing fundamentally fared, failed because they got to the point where they got to politicians and they asked for them, like, what types of policies do you guys w- want to be passed? That means you can actually, so means we can change these things and then... They said they they want us to like them, and it's just like, well, that's so can't do strange. Anything with that. You ask your oppressor to like you. Well, no, you it's think just this like, nigga is oppressing you, and automatically one day he's just be like, oh, well, no, it was just a, it led to a very vexed Hillary Clinton. It's just weird. like I need policies that I can pass that will tangibly help you. That shit was never about black people. Fundamentally, ever. I can't make people like you. <sighs> It's not like, all it is. It's a fucking level, like me. I that. think at some fundamental level, every single black person needs to expect that there are going to be people who just don't like you based on your race. Exactly. Like, why are we so fixated on that? Why do you want somebody to like you? Get well, the fuck out of my face. You childish. I don't want nobody on my team that's considered like, I just wish white people you know, would fucking like me. Oh. I don't necessarily need that. It's just like, I need policies that help bridge the gap between that help like get rid of the some of the larger disadvantages that I've been like given throughout my life because I was born in a less privileged position, and I'm inside right. of a fairly privileged position. I was about to say, Charles, people. you're super privileged. No, Facts. you're privileged in comparative to some whites as well. Your dad owns his own business that so. clears about a hundred thousand dollars a year. Do you see how you're not proud of that? Because he just wanted like be yes, oh the black see. thing is just holding me down. I mean, Get the fuck out of my it's face. It's not necessarily holding anybody. <laughs> it's not necessarily holding anybody back or anything like that. But it's also one of those things. Is I mean, it's also fact of the matter that my father is less likely to get a if he were to need a loan for his business to grow it, he would be less likely to get it because he's black. And tell him he can sue them if he can give up some evidence. That's very true. <laughs> but it's also evidence. true that it makes it about a hundred thousand dollars a year. 
All I'm saying is more. you <laughs> have been inside of a situation that is. Uh, I mean, it hasn't always been like this. Definitely more beneficial and uh, than the average person. Yes. Within my household, probably between my parents, there was a point in time where there was upwards of two hundred thousand dollars a month. Two hundred thousand dollars a year coming into my household. I was going to say two hundred thousand dollars a month. Like is, Charles, you have been lying to be terrible. No, nah, nigga, I'm about to fight you. We about to pause this Why we show. Got it? And I'm gonna fight you. And then we're gonna continue the show because bitch, you better do this now. If you wasted the resources that two hundred thousand dollars a month brings you, I'm beating your ass because we've been friends for a long time, my nigga. We've had business ideas, my nigga. And this is like I would beat the fuck out of you. He would take it off right now. Like I would would beat the fuck out of you. Like, what are you doing? Just like wait. So you, you don't care about the funding? none of your friends. <laughs> all the ideas that you said you wanted to be a part of, you was just bullshitting. So you a liar. You a lying ass nigga. You don't really want to be a part of shit. You just like to talk about it and be around and have a good time with your friends. I'm going to beat your ass. You know, we going to fight. We going to fight. And I'm going to hit you with something because you're bigger than me. And you know karate. <laughs> <laughs> just like where did you get the bike stand from, yeah. honey? Don't worry about it. I'm gonna show you how uh, Mikey can throw a bike. Me too. Watch this. Yeah, no, don't do that. Right. <laughs> Fucking two hundred thousand dollars a month. I would. I bite probably you. wouldn't be here if I had two hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm gonna nigga, be I better not be here either. Shit, you talking about? I've known you since high school. It wasn't even during my high school years. Like my mother was in college during then, and so on and so forth. It's like. Clearly, post high school. But that's what. So what I'm saying is, if I've known you since high school, yeah. And post high school, there is 200 influx in all the resources. I would I look mean, at my friend like, why aren't we making something happen when we've like been talking about this with the friend? Bro, group you know, how easy would you just be like, hey, can I get ten thousand oh, dollars? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna give you that and not even think about it. Yeah. Be oh, like, all right, here parents, you go. Oh, see, that's the entire thing. My my father could swim through the entire Atlantic with a. With a handful of sand and it come out the other side not wet. Nigga, what? <laughs> He's saying That's his father cheeky. is a miser. That was some old 1960s it was, shit. It was. That was, that was like, like that 1960s fucking MLK said that shit when his speech was like, That's, that's what that sounded like. That sounded like it came from Selma, Alabama. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> it did come from Georgia. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You have to understand, my my grandmother's from Alabama, from my dad's side, and my my mother's father is from Georgia. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, I do have a lot more Southern nature. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, don't forget that he lived in the Carolinas for a while. I lived there for a year, but that place is absolutely terrible. As a kid, that was so crazy. They just shipped this nigga off. Oh. Oh, my my mother didn't feel like I was moving inside the direction that I needed to be gone. So I mean, next thing you know, I was gone. It's just like graduated. Well, so where's tr- like we were playing World of Warcraft asking questions. So Charles, where are you at? I'm in North Carolina. When the fuck did that happen? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just got shipped out. Yeah. Like I was shipped off to the military. Yeah. They just sent him to North Carolina to figure stuff out because I wasn't. Did to- you figure stuff out? Yeah, relatively. Did you think? Did you did did you not have things figured out before? Not as far as my mother was concerned. No, as far as you were concerned, by nigga, stop telling me. Eighteen years old, I didn't know what figured out really was. All right, so what I'm saying is, you didn't say how old you was. I thought it was like seventeen. But but what I'm saying at eighteen, when you left, 
I didn't have it figured out when I came back either. To tell you so the truth. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so why did she? She was just like, "Get out! You got to yeah. go." Not get out, but we like, said you here. Uh, <laughs> it you was, came back. That was the, like I said. That was the craziest shit. They just sent Charles away. We were like, "Where is Charles? At? Why is Charles in North? Yeah, he's in North Carolina now. Why? It's probably Miles who told you to, because oh. during on World of Warcraft stuff. Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> His parents sent him out. No, there. it was my mother. Well, they just said parents because I mean we. I say parents because it's one from parenting unit, but my yeah. mother just had this, yeah, like, had this brilliant too. idea. He said, Let me be specific. It was her, <laughs> and I came back, and it's just like I had lost a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. and I also was like, I have figured out one. I never want to be around my sister for that prolonged amount of time ever again in my life. So that's what he figured out in his year, and. Two, How what else I figured out? Mm-hmm. Working minimum wage is never going to be the move. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm not a slave and I don't really fuck with my sister that much. Like, what, <laughs> those are the two things that he noticed. Yeah. Love my sister to death, but, but we I don't like you. Not yeah. actually cohabitate without a mediator. He's, this nigga said without a mediator. We well, can't uh, even have a family member. We need nigga. someone that is not a, connected to my mother. My, my sister cannot be the person with the primary amount of power because my my sister is a lot like my mother. Except for she's not actually my mother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she so does a lot you, of trying to tell you what to do and control your life. Like, well, you need to do such and 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 such. It's just like, my over, I'm not even going to say my overall critiques because it's just like, Leave me alone. <laughs> that's quite essentially what it is. Like, well, you chose to be here. No, that's no, not what not. happened. <laughs> it's like I didn't choose to be here. I don't yeah. want to be here. You chose this. Y'all chose this free, like separate. Well, you were supposed to do all this stuff. I never agreed to this. <laughs> what were you supposed to do? Uh, I was supposed to go there. I was supposed. To, I did go there. I didn't have my license when I got there. I was apparently supposed to have that already. A whole bunch of other stuff. She Why? was gonna buy me a car and all this other things. It's just like I love my sister to death, and she's willing to do for me, and she did for me a lot as I was a child when my when our lives was like very, very. But I guess my question is, why did you have to have your license? Because she was gonna buy me a car, so it means I can move around because it's North Carolina. You cannot get any. Oh, they I don't have sidewalks. No, in I understand North that, but what I'm saying is, it's such a wild. No thing. one told you that she was getting shipped off to North Carolina. My mother kept th- kind of. Th- threatening me with it but it didn't make any sense and it's just like what are you gonna do i'm gonna probably go to college like <laughs> i'm not 100 percent. well you're gonna end up taking a gap year anyway like i don't know maybe well you're not gonna end up sit- i mean to a certain degree i mean it did bring me back here and i was ready to do i for the most part it kind of figured out what i wanted to do for the most like at that point, I wanted to be a graphic artist. I came back. I did some amount of graphic art. Didn't figure it out. I didn't want it. And then that's when I put. But I feel like me. you. I would have figured that out anyway. Was at some dabbling point. in graphic arts before you left. Yes, I was. And would have figured that out and had it work probably a whole year earlier. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I quintessentially went down there, worked fast food, which is like one of the worst times I've ever had. I'm so life. confused. No one has like gotten said, closer to why this nigga was in New York. And I mean, he my keeps mother, trying to get you there. My mother <laughs> keeps saying it focused me, and I don't believe it did. The only thing it allowed me to budget, know is So like, I don't know, man. Maybe. It changed the entire the way I conceptualized dealing with my sister. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Okay, now you can press pause. Now I need to stand up. Mm. Thanks, guys. Breaky time.
Hey, oh. hey, hey. And we're here today. Hey, hey, hey. It's magic. Yeah. Hey, you, you know. know. Oh, look at y'all bobbing. Oh, my God. How does it feel, Tony? I'm done with this. Huh? I'm done with this. No, how does it feel? Ashley, what song um, How does it feel? Um, I started playing, like, all the shit I learned when I was, like, a kid. Like, Pink Floyd, um, Pigs on the Wing, Black Sabbath, Planet Caravan. Um... What else? So just most like finger friending stuff like that. Oh. Also, oh. I know how to do. Yeah, mostly like finger picking and stuff like that. It's real weird for me because, uh, the where I want to be and where I am in terms of playing guitar are two very different places. Yeah. So it's just like I everything a lot of it's either what I want to play is like all the way down here or all the way up there, and there's like there's not too much in between. Right. So it's just it's, like. So frustrating because I'll be wanting to sing and do all these things, but I can't do any of those things. Like <laughs> I can't like, I can't play like Scissor Babylon. I wish I could play that shit on electric guitar so bad and sing it, but I don't I don't know how to play. <laughs> it's like what do I want to be like I wanna be it's like I wanna be able to play cross out traffic. But yeah. I am nowhere near being able to play cross out traffic. Oh my traffic. god, exactly. <laughs> yeah it's like i want to do all these things that's why i'm like well it's not it's just a hobby i'll get there when i get there but also that'd be the whole frustrating part about being a creative person you got so many ways to get whatever this is out you be like if i could just sing this song or write this book or just it's so incredibly annoying <laughs> to have all this in you and then you got to figure out how to get it out. And how then you got to get all that ambition out of you. And that's just like, that's where ambition comes into play. And today we're going to talk about the curse of being ambitious. What? You all right? Didn't look like it. I think Tony's just proud. He proud. He <laughs> proud of that shit. Don't nobody know his struggle, do you? <laughs> nobody knows what you go through. <laughs> well, let's talk about it, Tony. Take it away. What do you think the curses of being ambitious are? The detriments to seeing your life? Um, probably lack of cohesion with your partner. Mm-hmm. Like most I'm gonna just say most women that I deal with are used to a man working like a traditional work schedule and things like that and so for me just getting my like I try to get my 40 hours a week yeah but that might not be the same way that you get your 40 hours it's gonna be at my timeline like I might work from 9 to noon and then I might take a break and watch me some uh, anime or... It's really in a break. <laughs> that's not a real break, but it's like I'll stop writing and then I'll do something different. But then I'll boom, I'll come back to doing this from like two to six. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten seven hours of this one thing today. But and then, hey, I might work on it again at... 11 because now I'm inspired again and I feel like writing before I go to sleep. But you can't really like articulate that to your partner in a succinct way where they're like, all right, well, 
you are working. I'm done working for today. So I want your attention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's cool. But I'm kind of like on maybe a mini pause for it today. <laughs> and I am going to get back to work. And so you can't really have my attention. Like me breaking and going to hang out with you is going to like hamper, hamper and ruin the rest of like me being productive for today. So I think that's one of the things that is like a curse of like ambition and being productive and mm-hmm. we're not even being productive, but just ambition and like having drive towards your own, like focus and goals and being like an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, you gotta have your own setup because if you go, like I was going to suggest, well, you should get like an iPad, get like a keyboard for your iPad, but it's like, it's never really going to be the same. No, I don't like type, And so I don't like typing on my iPad. Like I, like to write notes on my phone. Like I do a lot of like note taking in my phone. And so I can be anywhere with that. But when I actually get into writing, I do like to sit down at my computer or a physical keyboard. Yeah. Physical keyboard. I like having big screens. Like right now I'm using what a 56 and a 64 inch two televisions as my computer screens. I also do the layout of my book as I'm typing it. So for me, if I say, Hey, I'm working, I don't have the same capacity to also text you like you do because you're at your job where you might just be doing this one thing and you aren't really in charge of any of the other things that have to go on. So I guess that's probably like the thing that I run into a lot is you don't understand like that I'm actually working yeah, because I don't go to a building like you. But I'm working and you got to like treat it as such. But it's, it's kind of like hard to get that across to like someone who doesn't have that same like <clears throat> lifestyle where it's like, well, what do you mean you were you were working at nine and now you're working again at six and you're going to be working until midnight, one in the morning? Well, at nine, I was inspired to write and do this. And right now I'm inspired to do some research on another subject that I'm, I'm working on. And so I need to start gathering that information. So that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting down. I'm looking at videos that tell me things. I'm I'm doing the work for this. So, yeah, I got another six hours ahead of me to, to do some other shit. But I don't really feel exhausted from it because it's something I'm inspired to do where you probably like, oh, I went to work and I didn't really want to do this. So I'm enjoying my leisure time now. Mm -hmm. I don't think that when you are like in the midst of pursuing your stuff, you look at it the same. Mm -hmm. Like my free time is my free time. Sure. But it's also times that I should be working. Because all my time is my free time. So I need to like make some of it productive. It, but that's not going to like, I and I can't like attune that to like your nine to five schedule because that's not how a productive clock works. It's not like, a, well, if I woke up at night, so I got to be productive until five o'clock in the afternoon and I'm going to just be productive this entire time. And I'm going to take my lunch break at 12, 31 o'clock and I'm going to come back for my, after my half an hour, hour break and, I'm going to get these other four hours in. That's not how it works, really. You might have a meeting that's at two in the afternoon, but nothing going on that morning. So you chill out, you relax, you 
let that be your time, your off time. Like I'm off work right now. I woke up and I'm off. I'm enjoying my day. I'm doing my things. But hey, you're at work right now. So no, we can't really engage the way you want. I think that's my biggest crush because everything else doesn't necessarily bother me. Like I get the like kind of feelings of like never being fulfilled or mm-hmm. like always wanting more like. Yeah, always wanting more, never really like feeling like a level of like this is good enough and like all of those other things that could be seen as negatives they don't really bother me like I have them and experience them but they're just kind of like part of the ride but the one thing that I would if I could change I would is like understanding would be nice mm-hmm. so yeah I should understand it from family from really shit just anybody else that's not a creative that level of understanding is usually missing where it's like like my grandmother came for me the other day she say, she said, my beautiful Nubian princess say, oh my God, this white lady. <laughs> <laughs> she hit me with the, so what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You should be down there not doing anything all day. What? When are you going to make money? Hmm. This is a rapid fire of questions. All right. I see what type of day this is about to be. Yeah. You should be down there not doing nothing. Okay. Um, so I don't even mention the podcast that I do weekly, the three of them. Well, two I do weekly and one I do every other week that she knows I do. Don't mention that we put those out consistently, the downloads that we have. None of that. I don't say anything about it. I said, um, well, I'm currently writing, actually. That's what I'm doing down the stairs every day is I'm writing. She's like, it takes two weeks to uh, write a book. (laughs) What? 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 How many books have you written? Damn, queen. I didn't even get. I didn't even go there with her. I didn't even go there with her. Uh, but I'm just let me let y'all know all the ways that she's come at me. So I said, I'm writing a book. She said, It take two weeks to write a book. You've been writing that book since you've been here. That's not. Like, that's not true. I'm actually working on a multiple of books, and so I'm pushing all of them forward at the same time. Um, and that honestly hasn't been my main focus because my main focus has been a show. But we don't got to get to that because this is fine. Um, I can show you what I'm doing. How you gonna make money? Do you not understand my life? <laughs> Let me explain to you that what you worked for all them years until you were 65 was so you could retire and have a steady check coming in and you could do the things that you wanted to do with life. Yeah. I achieved that at 24. Mm-hmm. I've been retired since 24. That's what you need to look at this like, Grandma. Your grandson has been retired since 24. That's what you need to start thinking. Because I don't know why you covered that for me. But And she's like, how you go pay for a house if you want to get a house? Let me explain to you how my money works. I already have a stable forever income. So it's just playing multiplication in addition at that point. What do I need to add to this number to get me to a place that makes me more comfortable. Is it $1,200? Is it $1,400? Let's say it's two grand. I need two grand a month. $500 a week. I can do that and be fully focused on my shit still. That's not a full-time job. But she... So, yeah, shit like that. I'm just like, you don't understand any of the processes. Like, no, it doesn't take two weeks to write a book because, one, 
Are you not including any <laughs> research that you have to do book. into the book that you want to write? Um, are you not having to do any outlining and planning of the book and the story? What type of book are you saying takes two weeks to write? Because do you mean an informational book? Because maybe, but if you're writing a creative work, then you have to create everything from it the cultures from in the story, the way that they interact. And sure, you're pulling from things, but when you pull from things, you know what you have to do then? Fucking research. Research might take two fucking weeks. But you know what? You're right. That's why I'm going so hard on this book. And that's why it's going to be out by the end of summer. The, the finance book. I was like, bet. You got me fucked up. I'm going to have this, and now you got to buy five copies of it. Why well, I got to buy five copies? Because you was talking shit. <laughs> And you you out here talking shit like I'm not working. And then I this so what I tell us like realistically my two main focuses getting getting the house and that's why I just explain how my money works getting the house because he's actually gonna pay for that. And it's like and the app that Charles is building. I was like I've given him twenty five hundred or three grand. I'm not sure yet. Oh, exactly. somewhere around there. And I'm like, he's building an application for me that is my main focus because it stands to make a decent amount of money and be able to be leveraged into other things that allow us to move forward with capital as well. So I used a sizable bit of the capital that I had in like free money, threw it at that. And we're off to the races, but that also she's like, "How long it takes to build an app? Hey, how long you been working on?" I'm like, "She's like, now you see my two week thing to write a book. Yeah. How long it takes to build an app, man? Charles, yeah, you and this, yeah, yeah, she go in. She's like, laugh. she's like, oh, how long it takes to do that? I'm out here fighting air, basically. Yeah, she say like." Uh, hey, I, hey, it's like Tony probably like, like I don't know but it ain't easy <laughs> I, so I started to explain to her the process is that because her thing was like two months or something like that like quick woman if I was only doing that for two straight months maybe but I'm not going to give you anything maybe. good this nigga's not guaranteed no it's never That's guaranteed uh, you realize <laughs> I spent a whole day of my life like I was moving and grooving all the way up till I hit like Friday mm -hmm. and I installed this thing, uh, this package called SAS. It wouldn't work. Mm. So I had to basically hunt down through the internet for basically five hours out of my normal eight hour programming day getting this goddamn SAS package to work. Oof. Just so means I can get because it's like we started talk. I've been talking about color palettes, stuff like that. I'm building components for this app. It ain't easy. Well, <laughs> yeah. So my thing is like, there's a lot that goes into this. Like when you build the app, realistically, all that is the code. Then you also have to build the UI. The UI is which you're going to actually interact with. It stands for user interface for yeah. people who aren't technology and it's a being half. Because yeah, you but gotta you, make sure it works. Yeah, and you have to make sure it's fluent and then we're gonna test that out so we see how do people enjoy using this and is it user friendly. So there's a the lot that is, goes into I the development of an app that is before it becomes like fully launched. What mm -hmm. the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Like I fully expect to hand Tony the first UI and be like, hmm. There are a lot of things that I don't like about this. All I know, Charles, is 
you taking too long, according to my grandmother. And I have <laughs> needed to be done with my book in two weeks. This is your life. You better hurry up, That's Charles. I'm telling you that I took proxy offense as soon as you said you're taking too long. I'm like, bruh. I guess <laughs> she just came out of nowhere my with it. My parents don't even ridicule me to that level. My she grandmother doesn't of, ridicule me to that level. She came out of nowhere, and realistically, what it is is my grandmother is seeing me exist without like stably working. And is vexing for her. like a decade now, and that shit worries the fuck out of her, cause she don't understand what I'm gonna do in my life and what's happening and what's going on because it don't look normal. It's not the traditional route that she thinks that I should be taking. Okay, get a job, work there for the amount of years, retire when they say I can retire, and call that my life. Exactly, that sounds crazy. <laughs> So since I'm not doing that, she can't really grasp the concept of what I am doing. So we usually have these debates every once in a while where she's like, how are you going to make money? Somebody had to Stop run the business. asking me that dumb question when I told you I'm forever paid. That going to cover your bills? I'd make sure it does. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> like, and if I need more, you've seen me go out and get more. It's not like I'm opposed to going to get work. Yeah, but you always quit. Because I don't need it anymore. Because I've accomplished the goal that I set out for. And staying there isn't what I want to do. And it doesn't provide me happiness. So, yeah, I got a whole different set of problems. They don't give a fuck about me. I give them a certain set of money. They shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think I've had that conversation. Oh, the only thing that's vexing is that you're actively paying <clears throat> bills and paying for stuff. So we know that you're not broke. Yeah, they know money coming in, but I understand like with her grandma. I know <laughs> you're looking at me is just like I've tried explaining this a bajillion times. Yeah, like y'all saying the same shit to me. Y'all saying the logical shit to me that I told her. Yeah, because <laughs> what she like, said is you don't got no job, and what you, you know, gonna do? Yeah, how you gonna pay your bills? I get Stop. that. All my bills are paid. Every once in a while, I'll get the you know AT and T hiring. <laughs> just, no, she don't ever tell me who's why? hiring. She just always is because she know that if I want to, I can go walk out and get a job. Yeah, she just very upset that I won't do that, and I refuse to like acquiesce to working inside of a company for a long period of time. Man, it's not really conducive to what you uh, want to do. Yeah, but she also then she's like, those things should be happening much quicker than they are. So she thinks that I'm not doing anything that I say I'm going to be doing because they're not happening and not being actualized. Oh, uh, but there's I mean, a show maybe that she comes- really does need your book books. It's just like here's how financial literacy works. Here's the reason why I can actually exist. I oh, I mean, <laughs> it's fair. Quintessential. Oh well, no, well, she that is, it shots. is terrible. It she, is terribly she came at me no, she, shooting. Listen, <laughs> like I support, I support said, my queen up there. It take two weeks to write a book. Do you know how offended I was every single time when you she, say it? She laughed because I was. You know you how laugh. mad I was when she told me it take two weeks to write. Because she said what? that shit with such pride and confidence. Like I just want to know, albums can get made in two weeks if niggas push to the grind, but a writing a book in two weeks. Okay, what? I hate to tell you this. 
albums can be made inside of two weeks if you really want to. Yeah. But for everyone else who ha- probably had something to do with that album, yeah, you sat there and recorded that album. That's what I'm saying. You had who the- made all of the actual sheet music and did all the other shit. I heard niggas is, you know, like, oh, we made this album in a week or a couple of well, days. Well, I know, Whatever. like, the people that go in there but and book? they just have um, and producers on standby and they just come in and they'll just lock in for two you. weeks. Yeah, yeah and they'll they be like, all right, you're making it. Mixing it and, and stuff we're doing like it. Like, that. that's how they did the J. Cole, uh, the Revenge of the Dreamers thing. Like, they all that locked in for that. Like, mode. They were talking about their album. probably ran J. Cole? Bruh, so what I, so in my mind, I'm like, so what you think I got is a full staff of researchers and editors and ghostwriters that help me form my stories and put them together and create these works. Because that's the only fucking way it's happening in two weeks if I'm not the one doing it all. But if I'm my researcher and my editor, and the one that's doing the layout and all of the creation and getting people to read portions and give me feedback so I can readjust what I've already written and edit that before I get too far. And it all is a mess. And that's, then that's too much to just ask like casual readers to say, hey, take a look at this. So there's a lot of like do it writing, going back, rewriting, deleting some shit changing some shit, reworking some shit, being fucking writer's block, having that shit happen, having to sit and look at a blank page for hours. I don't, bitch. That's kind of the nice thing probably about your- What's uh, your grandma's name now? That's probably probably (laughs) the nice thing about having the, the primary book that you're writing right now that you're trying to get done by the end of summer because it's very- Yes, it's very straightforward. It's very by the book. And so Crash I can for... crash through it. And that's so that's why I'm not writing for any of the other books. I said, all right, bet. You want to see something? I'm going to stop writing on all the other books. I'm not so going to do any more of the done by the end of summer. Everything, all the other shit is on hold so I can just do this book. So I'm going to just put that out. I'm like, bet. So here is the finished project that is going to be sent off to an editor. Mm-hmm. You'll be buying this in September. Yep. And so, yeah. And she better be putting all the clicks on our website, clicking all the ads. Yeah, because like, no, you got me fucked. You got me fucked. <laughs> like, like, even in even in that even in that sphere of getting those things done, do you think like your ambition? No, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like as soon as the app thing was said, I got offended. Do we? <laughs> it's just like well, she came well, let, at, me my point. Go, oh, yeah, go let me finish my point. Yeah, go to your because we over here bad. Yeah, bad as fuck. Let me finish my point. Well, my problem is with ambition, and then I'll ask my other question. I think for me, being an ambitious person is that. I guess it is geared towards opposite sex where men don't feel like I need them. And I know that's like a primary thing of their lives is to feel needed. Other than that, they don't want to really be around you. But I've always been the person that's like pretty self-starting and I don't really have to ask or beg my way for most of the majority of things in my life. So that's always been kind of something that I noticed that they don't feel needed. So they don't really want to, you know, I'm not going to say intimidated, but I'm sure it's going to say it's a little bit more difficult finding somebody that just understand like she might not need me on the material <clears throat> might not need me materially even in my i would say my study my scholarship on the spiritual metaphysical front it's not that i'm not open to it it's just i don't know what the fuck type of energy i'll be giving off but a lot of dudes just feel like i don't really need them around or even getting things done like if you tell me you got a goal for something 
I'll be like, all right, let's get started on it like yesterday so we can get it done. And then you got to deal with people's like, well, no, I need to be this way and I need to be that. I'm like, no, you just start with what you have. And some people don't understand, like, you just kind of just got to start getting with men, getting on that one, getting past their pride on how something should look. Oh, my fucking God. You're like, this doesn't have to be that complicated. You could just start with what you have and then grab what you need going. But yeah, I would say, like, that's a big one. Um, people not understanding, like, yeah, I know this don't look like how you want it to look, but I'm really being called to this and I'm really just want to try. Just let me try. I know things are going to look a little different and might be a little wacky, but I could always go back to that. I swear. <laughs> I mean, the weirdest thing for me in the application that we're building is I had to get out of the my own head in terms of, you know what? I wanted this to go inside a very orderly fashion. And that's probably just not going to way it's going to Yeah, work. my how was what I was getting stuck up for years. Like, it has to look this way because I was so ambitious in my own head. But it was like, no, this is just an ego trip. You know, you're afraid to take that first step. You're afraid to take that leap. And once I got over it, once I was just like, well, let's just dive in. It was like, oh, I get it now. You just kind of find the resources there. And how you want it to look is not the best way for it to go anyway. What if it's something better for you? That's what's the... What if it's supposed to be better than how you envisioned it? Because you only got like a certain limited amount of information anyway. So why not just see where this takes you, see what you can learn? Yeah, I I think that's fair when you said like about men not really are not really feeling like you need them. Yeah. Um. I I can say I like to feel like I'm needed, but mm-hmm. I don't like to feel like I'm needed financially. Yeah. I just want to know that if it's an emotional issue or Mm -hmm. something that has to do with you on a personal level that I'm the person that you're going to come to. And that's where you need me. I don't want you to need me financially, but I think a lot of guys are used to being able to dominate a woman in that way where I'm the breadwinner. I make all the money. And so I kind of get to like determine where we go and what we do. Right. Because I have the majority of the money. And so you'll chip in a little bit. Sure. But it's going to be me that's making the primary decisions. Whereas you were like, well, we can go half where I can pay for the things that I want to do. And I just need you to be here as a, like an equal, like emotional partner. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's where, where just pe- yeah, well, not even where most dudes. Cause I can say like most people recognize to like be that to the other person. It's like, no, but I want it to look this way because like I said, like, with the women that I run into on the opposite end of the spectrum, they aren't necessarily satisfied because they don't have the level of control that would come from like you dating a woman. Like she generally controls your free time and like. Oh, no one's. I don't think I run into too many guys who would just be okay with you running. No, when I say control your free time, like you're going to spend, especially if like you're looking at her as like the woman that's going to be like your future. Yeah. You're going to spend a majority of your time like trying to invest in that. Probably. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like that's where her dominance, like just like a man is like, if he's just naturally the breadwinner, he's going to spend a majority of his time just paying for the things. Like that's the like you when you go out with women you pay for all the stuff yeah that's just where you exist it's, but you're used to like doing all of that some yeah. men when they're doing all of that because it's how we exist view all right since I'm paying for all the things 
I get to dictate when I don't want to pay for something. I don't want to do that. And, or if I don't think that's a good idea because I'm financing it. And so I'm going to say no. I mean, yeah, to some degree, I guess that's a thing that I will do, but so, yeah, so I also, I don't know, but I'm also not going to be upset that someone's take. Cause what I'm saying, I'm not saying that you're going to get upset. Well, I'm just saying that for, that's how we operate because we have the money generally. And so we make the decisions, but then there's men that are uncomfortable when it's like, well, they can step outside of you and just pay well, for themselves. Yeah, I don't think that's a good decision. And they can say, okay, I, I, that's cool. But I think I'm going to go ahead and take this chance anyway and do it. And so then they do it. And then the man is more mad that they didn't co-sign on it. Listen to them. They didn't like, they didn't need them to like make this happen. And since they don't want them to be doing it now, it's an issue. <clears throat> well, you didn't really see that's my entire thing is like, I feel like if you actually had a well thought out argument on why this was a bad idea, they but it's not about it being a bad idea. It's about just men wanting to have in that power. Yeah, like because how like a woman wants to, like the woman that you're supposed to like be dating and like viewing as like the long term and like committing to, she's going to want your free time. But like I said, if you are creative, the time that you might be free and like open. Is it necessarily accessible to her? Right. That's some, things can run over. She get off at five o'clock, and you're not done with what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Even if it's seven or eight or whatever, this project took longest fuck for. What if you hit like a fucking programming stride and like you had were having some issues earlier yeah. in the day, and now you took a little break, you came back at it, and boom, shit is just making shit and clicking, and now you're in a groove and you don't want to stop because you're feeling good, you're vibing, you're doing your thing. Yeah. You're going to program until you're just tired of programming now. Until well, I've had situations like that. I've had girlfriends <laughs> that ran into situations. Like, what happened? Oh, it's dark outside. Well, damn. I was supposed to call you, wasn't I? <laughs> it's just like. Well, I guess now the next question would be if you are that type of worker where, like, you feel fulfilled working that much. But how do you think the, the woman's supposed to feel when it's like, well, you only call me when you ready to have my attention. How do you think that will play out? I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like I recognize that it's hard to deal with me because I don't come with traditional things that you're going to be accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like how, when we talked about the subtle art and again, like that pain, Yeah. like if this isn't a pain that you are willing to sacrifice and suffer through, Mm -hmm. I can't make you. And I don't want that for you. Like I'm going to be, doing the things that I feel called to do that make me feel productive and things like that. But I also recognize that that might not make you feel the most comfortable. And that's a valid argument because it does feel like I want to give you my time only when I want to give it to you. In actuality, if you had all the same free time as me, we would spend a lot more time together because it's not that I just want to give you the time that I want. It's just if we spend a lot of time together because we're both naturally free, I would just break away naturally and go do my thing and say, hey, I'm about to go right. Mm. And you would have been able to spend time with me and then see the delineation of, all right, we were cool. And then he got inspired and he's going to go do that now. But you don't have the same time as me. So you can't see what my, you don't know what that looks like. You don't interact like. with work inside the fundamentally in the same way I interact with work. So Not at all. You don't you pu- for you, it's punching in and punching out. And to some degree, I kind of do do that punch in and punch out in terms of programming. 
is like I wake up, I program for a certain amount of time, see what I have to do in terms of my uh, work work for the IT contracting stuff. If I have any nothing to do, I continue programming or I go out and go do what I need to go do. And then sometimes I come back in the evenings and I program some more like and that's kind of a fundamental thing I figured out at this point is just like, what kind of time do I actually really have to give to anybody? Mm-hmm. Like what I like doing is I wake up, I <clears throat> used to come down here, cut on uh, YouTube, see what sports stuff has happened the day before that I might have missed. Yeah, the sports news up. To start winding up my day. Um, that's usually like first take, first six day, first, um, usually like the 6 a.m. shows. Yeah. So I'm checking all those out. Um, and I'm probably hitting the bong. After that, I'm looking for a long-form video that's going to be like 20 minutes or so that I can throw on. And then I'm getting to writing. I'm, But inside of that, I might write for an hour straight. And then I'm like, all right, let me move this over into the... Um, the template and yeah, InDesign. All right, this is only going so far into filling other pages up. What's the issue here? So then that took me about two, three hours to, because before I researched how to make it myself, I was looking for other templates and things like that. It's like, all right, well, I don't really know what's going on here. What are some other templates that I can use that might be beneficial? So I tried a few of those out. Neither of them were really what I was looking for. I found the one that I liked, but there was just this problem. So then I was like, all right, well, how do I get text to go to a page? So I asked that, watched the video, understood that. So now I, as y'all see, I'm working with the layout. But I have to look for it, then even understand, all right, what are you trying to do and what question do you need to ask? Because I don't have a resource that I can, I don't have a boss. I can just go and say, hey, I got this problem. I have to be the one that does the critical thinking. Right question. Figure out the right questions to ask, which is also a process in itself because you can ask Google something and get completely useless information, or you can ask Google exactly what you want to know and get the most correct information. But it's you putting in the question that's going to result. Can't blame which you know. Yeah, asking the wrong question. And so I recognize that sometimes I don't phrase things the right way, or like. I'll write it how I was speaking or how I was thinking it, but that's not the way that you would need to ask it because the way that you're thinking it is you just like pondering it in your head, but the way that you would ask it to somebody else is formed differently. So I have to come up with that, but all of this is something that you on yourself have to figure out. It's not that like you, you ask can't just go troubleshoot and say, Hey boss, uh, some of my orders aren't going to be shipping on time. I need you to um, put in the work order and call somebody and uh, get this expedited. That's not how that works for you. Mm-mm. You, We have to troubleshoot and problem solve in real time on our own. And that takes a amount of time. Shit, I had to stop and figure out, all right, what's the best way to say this? Because the way that I said it, I don't like it anymore. And that takes time to just go back through. Because as I'm putting stuff into the template, the good thing about that is it's giving me a second chance to look at my writing and be like, actually, That's not I do this a lot. Like I say in my writing before I um, caught it, I was saying now a lot. Like I would start the sentence with now let's do this. Now I'm now before now beware. Just like 
we don't really need now to <laughs> to start up and say, yeah, why are we saying now? Why are we initiating everything? So I I went through it and started deleting all that. But I wouldn't have caught that if I wasn't also my own editor and template designer. Mm-hmm. So it's like every step of it is work, but you have to be doing all the steps of it. Right. And that takes a a level of time that and energy and, and focus. Like you get exhausted just like pondering something for two hours straight. And then you're like, you know what? I need to take a break from this because all I've done is think about it entirely. I haven't looked anywhere else. I haven't really touched like sometimes I'll have a video on and then the next thing I know, it's been silent for like an hour and a half. I haven't moved. All I've done is just been here writing and shit like that. And I'm like cross-legged somewhat. Yeah. Trying to figure something out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've dived into research mode and everything else is like melted away. And I don't know if people get into that when they work regular jobs where you like get into that, like that zone where nothing else really matters. Like I'm not checking my phone. I don't care if it's beeping. I don't even see it beeping at this point. Like, it could be lighting up going crazy. I am focused on the screen and the things that I'm reading and what I need to be researching, what I'm looking at. Cause I'm just, I'm totally focused. Yeah. I'm tunnel vision right now. Yeah. And so. Oh, for what you said in terms of actually reaching out, I think it's only fair that I am the person who reached out. Cause I'm the person who's like, whose schedule is difficult. Yeah. So it's like, there's no clear cut <clears throat> for you to actually initiate with me. So I have to be the person who does that level of initiation. And at some fundamental level, yes, it would be nice if someone reached out to me, but I also understand that my schedule doesn't make a lick of fucking sense half the time. So what are you really going to do with that? Mm -hmm. (sighs) That sounds nice. but Or even like I think on a material, like my focus mostly is like my spiritual ambitions. Like I'm a million per one percent of getting myself together and I don't think people understand how hard that could be for real. Like, really, like, I just realized, like, maybe I'm not in this space. Like, somebody, I was watching a video about abandonment issues, and he was saying, so the lady was talking about how you wanted somebody to just be there for me emotionally, and just like, so he's like, so you want a fairy godmother to just show up when you're not feeling good? He's like, yeah, he's like, no, what you don't want a relationship. You want an emotional caregiver and how that just kind of like put a whole bunch of shit in perspective for me being like, oh, I'm not really ready for these things that I'm somehow simultaneously fighting and sometimes like desperately wanting. Like, I'm not really ready for that, but nobody will really understand like the amount of work that you even just got to put on yourself on a daily basis combined with running your own shit through like just basically being 100 percent like accountable for your own life. And it's nobody else's fault but mine at these points. And I don't think people really understand, like, even my goals be kind of lofty. Not lofty, but what would y'all say? That's a good question. But y'all, like, how do y'all deal with people scoffing at y'all goals? Like, if you had a goal that really meant a lot to you, people were just like, what? (laughs) Scoffing at my goals. I turned it into fuel. That's why I take it as my grandmother did. Like, nigga, you ain't doing shit down there. Go to work. Bitch, watch me work. Mm Mm-hmm. Watch me, watch me show you. Since you think it's it's nothing, I'm about to show you some work, and you're going to see. You don't look at nothing before. You're going to get the full totality of it. 
And so for me, it's motivation. It's like, <clears throat> I recognize that people can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. And so that's cool because that just means I got a forest, you got a tree. You're going to walk around that tree and hope it give you as many apples as it can, but its season is going to wane and it's going to just be that one type of tree. I'm going to go through this forest and experience multiple types of trees. I'll have some pears. Pears and apples and oranges. I'm going to experience a whole litany of different things, and you're going to have that one tree that you exist up under. So allowing you, who, someone who doesn't have vision, to like affect me in a negative way, Nah. And I honestly wouldn't even let someone that I didn't know motivate me. It's only because I know that she going to see it. Because any <laughs> other person, I don't give a fuck what you random say. But that one, you going to have to feel this. I'm going to make you feel it. Uh-oh. How do you think that's detrimental to just be, <laughs> to have this level, not to other around you, but to yourself? Like, how do you see it in your life play out? Like, sometimes you wish, like, sometimes I wish I wasn't as ambitious I might be alone. Yeah. I spent a good portion of my time alone in my life, so it means I'm already kind of accepting of being alone. Yeah, like That's how Kyle said, like, where do I have the time? Mm-hmm. If I do all these things and I want to have a level of self-care, because I get what Charles is saying about, because I guess your ambition is different. It's outside of work. Yeah. Well, outside of, well, I, 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 wouldn't, I won't speak for your ambition in writing. Okay. But I would say for like, sales and things like that you're more of like a spiritually ambitious person so i think that's well i don't know really what type of work that requires actually but it's probably a lot of reading and like self-reflection and like i don't know honestly that's pretty much that's it yeah that was like (laughs) like those are the action too yeah, but I yeah, can't talk to about the like, game. I gotta do this shit. Yeah, I gotta, gotta actually try, put in the implement of changing. Yeah, you gotta try working like, all right, how am I gonna implement this new thing that I think is gonna be valuable into my life? And then recognize, all right, I started doing that. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't provide the thing that I thought it was gonna do. So let me change and stop doing that now. Remove that and maybe something else that I recognized while I was doing that is the way that I gotta go. So I guess that is like, like writing, because you just got to kind of try and redo and and um, yeah, you got to fall so many times. It's so many failures that I put myself through to even get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. That hurts. I'm not doing it. Ouch. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's get off this merry-go-round. That right there alone, I know people don't want to think that it's not important. It's very important to me because I've tried everything. Everything that everybody trying to do, I've done it and I've not succeeded in the only things. The only things I've ever felt successful in is the spiritual work that I do on myself and everything else after that lines up. So I'm going to leave that there. I mean, and, that's your first. But that seems like what it feels like you're called to do then. If, if, if you're called to engage with reality on a spiritual level and see how that operates with you. And that led you to be like, all right, spiritual on a spiritual level, I don't feel called to be inside of somebody else's building to do the things that they want me to do. I want an existence that kind of allows me more freedom and like options to take a break and like engage with my child more and prioritize her learning and her growth and things like that. So I think that that's a 
Shit, even with stuff like that, like, even the fact that I homeschool my kid would probably put somebody else, not even on the back burner, but would turn somebody off. Like, I realize, like, how my life is set up and the goals that I have is not indicative to somebody really being in there. 50% because of how I set my life up. And the other 50% is I'm just not ready. Like, I just got a lot that I want to do, and I don't know if I can really give that to somebody else anyway because I'm not fucking ready. I don't know what I don't know what that shit looks like on the other side, but I know how to get this other stuff done. <laughs> and that could be pretty off putting. Like I said, I got a lot of goals. I got a lot. I want my life to be a certain way. And it's not that I'm holding on to how it looks, but to even maintain this shit is just bonkers. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, I just don't know when the projects are going to end. Even mm-hmm. once I finish with like Comic Universe, I know there's going to be what? I said it now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there now. Yeah, it means I have to work hard and just get it like like copyrighted. You can get it copyrighted. That's yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. But continue. Oh, I can go backwards. It doesn't matter. I was trying. I, I had, for some reason, for the entire show, I had not said it, and it was just like, uh, and then uh, it just flopped. I was like, uh, yeah, no. you hadn't said it at all, and I was like, that's great. And then he, did you finally say that? I was like, oh, we just, all right. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. It's fine. But, oh, uh, I just, once I finish this project, I just know the next project is going to be immediately after that, and there's always going to be a next thing. And I have to figure out when what I want is different from what I'm doing and divulge divest from what I'm doing and get to what I want. If you understand what I'm saying, it's it sounds kind of nonsensical. Yeah. Maybe my thought pattern is somewhat divorced from what I'm doing based on like me wondering whether or not I should go back or not. But now I don't know where it is. Is y'all, <laughs> is y'all ambitions like getting lesser as you get older or are they growing for you guys? I would say they're about the same. Um, Yeah, I don't think that it's getting less. Like, I've never really viewed time the same way most people do. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm I for a lot of like the year I'm operating on plans that are like about to come to fruition. Yeah. So I'm always like in the future operating in, in that way. Like, Cause it's like, all right, well I've done the work to get these going and get them started. So all right, once these come out, sure. I maintain whatever I'm doing currently, but, my mindset and whatever I'm really focused on is always on the future. So I don't really think that is like lessened at all. Like it hasn't really like, I wouldn't say it's intensified. Like I don't feel like more stressed about it or like it's on my mind heavier, like since I've gotten older, but it's definitely not on my mind less. It's never like, damn, I've, this time is gone and I, maybe I'm tired and I just kind of want to do something different. I've never really like gotten to that point, but I'd say like, Going back to your other question about like the detrimental to like self um, and talking about how we all kind of like acknowledge that maybe being alone and not having someone else that like identifies with you is a portion of that. I think that that 
was something that I had to get comfortable with. It's like, like how Charles said, like there's certain things, like I don't know when the project is going to be done. And I recognize that me not knowing when the project is going to be done might not be the answer for everybody. Mm-hmm. Me also loving what I do. Like when I get in a trance and like me writing this book, regardless of the fact that like old, old bitty out there, like I'm having an amazing time writing this. Like I love the research aspect of it. I'm loving what? putting it together. Like I love the creation of it. Like doing all of the things myself. I'm in love with that. Mm-hmm. Like I have some plans on like working with this publishing company. Um, so yeah, it's just I'm having a great experience doing the work and just doing it. And I don't know when that's not going to be that. Yeah. And so if it's never not that, and I want to continue to do that, I would need someone that is accepting of that lifestyle for a long-term period. Like Mm -hmm. I I recognize that it's not that you just want to get this book out. It's that this is what you do as a person. And so I guess getting someone to recognize that this isn't necessarily about a singular project. It's about who you are as an individual and like yeah. accepting that. And so I think that's sometimes more nuanced where people think that, because that's what I ran into. It's like one of the people I was talking to was like, once you uh, reach that number and you hit all your goals and you're done. And I was thinking, I was like, that's not what do you mean? What do you mean once I'm done? Why would I be done? Like you look at it as being done because of things that you are looking at. Because you're a nine to five mindset. Yeah. It's time like, to clock out, bitch. Or and but just just be done with like This is living. Done with like this as her job and be like, all right. Yeah, it's time you see to how you apply that area. to everything in yeah. all everyone's life. Like, oh, it's time to stop now that the goal is accomplished. I was like, but no, my my goal is like No, this is continuous. I mean I always put things out there that are kind of living and breathing. So that means it's like, all right, I'm done. I have to keep it that I have to keep it working. Right. Like, this is the way stuff works with, I guess with a book, it's a finite thing to a certain degree with the pr- first project that you're doing, but the next project, like your actual project, the thing that you really care about, they're not all very one-off things. No, I, I'm writing three <laughs> simultaneous books that all exist in the same universe so for varying like, time periods that I have it, maybe 25 chapters of one, 13 chapters of another, and then I'm just doing a lot of, like, the one that's going to be big and grandiose. I'm doing a lot of, like, the heavy lifting when it comes to, like, world building and that and, like, doing, like, a book bible and like actually knowing like the types of races so it's just and once you spin something like that up it's very hard to get like to stop stuff like that and even once i do that after i do that like for me it's like i have another idea i y'all know me i have creative ideas all the time like i'm always like hey we could do this and we could do this and y'all like we should probably focus on the things that we already said we're going to do bruh so I'd be like, you can just relax. Yeah, just and, stop. And stop write it down. We got a lot of things on back burners. And we got I more do. things I have on backburners than all that we do on front burners. <laughs> it's just like, we'll get to it. I have a whole backlog on in my phone and a whole like business outline for a multi-controlled network that has 
that's similar to this, but it's also doing a lot more like things in like app development and things like that that are things that I plan to still get to and incorporate into this. So it's like Yeah, I already a, know this the first app is just the first app. Yeah, there's a I whole, know Tony not gonna literally let me go anywhere. It's just like, uh, well, now we got this one done. Yeah. Next now, one. Yeah. Now that you got some your legs up under you and your feet are wet, come on, time to do number one. Because it's like I figured see the funny thing was that it is not necessarily a trick. But Tony figured out the primary thing that got me to jump off the cliff. And now that I'm off the cliff, he knows I'm not going to climb back on Yeah, I know. Climb it's back just up. like... It's, That'd be crazy. It was a while. It's like... I'm looking back at it. It's just like... God damn it. This was... I think I was manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's just sitting here like... Maybe. Um, <laughs> Charles. What? If, my job is to get me to jump off the cliff when I need to jump off the cliff. Yes. For all, for everybody. That's, that's what my role is here. When is cause I would say y'all are the more like reserved and trepidatious and not even like trepidation in like a bad way, but just like cautious and like, Hey, I might want to look where I'm stepping before I step there. And I'm like, ah, this nigga, step. no, just no. step. This nigga just want to run off. Yeah. You don't want to just walk like, and be like, running through right, a I'm going to jump. Tony. Yeah, this nigga just want to. I'll step on the mine. Step on the mine. Yeah. Brett, wait a minute. There got to be some middle ground here. He makes here. it all the way across Can the north. Can we skip? Like the DMV. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, but I get that. How did you just run across a whole place? Because the shit was blowing up, you but I get kept there, running. But then, do you ever just look around like, I didn't really have to do it? It's, it's fucked up. Like, oh, no, yeah, you, are, you totally land on your feet with... every time. You don't. That's I, the problem. I don't like, think oh, he lands on his feet every time. I I'm just trying think to he fly. Tall, this like... nigga just trying to go. <laughs> well, no, see, I'm trying to fly, but I also recognize that <laughs> sometimes it took a it you took have the right to brothers a lot of go. airplanes. Yeah, it takes a lot of airplanes to go. And so most people will be like, I think that people need to have that first failure. And that's what usually causes people that fear. It's like, I ain't yeah. failed yet, and I want to do this. So, bitch, let's run. We're yeah, going to run I right did. into failure, and then either you're going to be the type of person that gets up and recognizes, all right, we failed, let's reevaluate and do something different, or you're going to stay down there and just wallow in failure, but you was going to do that regardless. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to figure out who you are, and I'm going to figure out who yeah, you are. Yeah, and- we're going to test this metal real quick. Because failure can't be your determining factor on whether you're going to continue or not because we're going to fail. That's not an if, it's not an and, it's not a maybe. Failure is going to happen. You're going to fail because That's shit fails. It's That's like, just what happens. I have, I've gone through two different versions of this app as of this moment. And as of this point, I'm more so just accepting of the fact that it's like, no, you know what victory is getting to the end. And if I get to the end, it doesn't matter that two other versions of this app basically didn't work. It's like, damn, this first one, mm, the it's not set up the way I want it to be, and things are, and this just ain't gonna work. I tried to do a Python backend. It's just like, mm, this also didn't work. All right, I'm just gonna do Node, and I'm gonna run all JavaScript and do all this other stuff. I'm speaking Chinese, but for the most part, it's not about the fact that we. Tr- I had two other attempts. I figured out something that is now going to work, and like I pretty much like me and Tony have both been inside a fugue state this entire week. Mm-hmm. Every single time he called me, I've been working on this thing, yada, yada, yada. How's that going? What are you doing? Programming, figuring this stuff out? Yeah, me and him talk. He's programming. I'm writing. And Every- I get inspired all the time. So I can't. I recognize that I can't, I can't wait to make a person beholden to that lifestyle. It's weird. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, 
it's going to come with a lot of benefits. It's going to be amazing. So if you want that, then cool. But it's also going to come with some nights that you're in your bed alone. Also, because I'm spending the entire night writing because honestly, that's what makes me feel good. And I don't want to bedrooms. I just saw that problem right there for your bitch. I Separate could never do bed. that. <laughs> that would make me upset. My my ambitions have definitely lessened. It's just changing every time. Every time I go through something in failure, I just reimagine it See, and go different. Hmm? I, don't I don't think your ambitions are becoming lessened. They're, you're changing them. But they think- not like as grand or maybe not. Maybe not as grand. Maybe I don't have as many like material goals as I once did. The end result isn't as grand. But I think maybe but you still got them all. Well, I don't know if that's no, the I truth. Mean, I mean, like, all right. So if we take a vast look at all people, mm-hmm. are we going to say that they're at any level spiritually adept? Really? Mm. No. <laughs> so since that's genuine people per capita. At this level, you'd probably could say that I'm doing pretty well for a, a person and call it a day mm-hmm. and be a pretty well-adjusted human being. But what your grandiose idea is that I'm not going to just stop at this one level of spiritual um, openness and awakening. I'm going to continue to twist and make my spirit uncomfortable to reach higher and higher heights of existence that I feel like I can get to. That's a grandiose ass idea. It don't seem that grand to me. It just seemed like, because I guess, I, I don't know, maybe I do it every often. I'd be like, we can, I mean, <laughs> the thing that I want to do sounds grand to other people, but it's just yeah. what I want to do. I'm making it happen. It's yeah. just the shit that you, it's what you're willing to do. It's like, mm-hmm. but for, for you, you recognize, honestly, the material shit don't move me. I can get a job and buy shit and get a car and do things. I can quit a job and buy shit and get a car note and do things. I can move out and buy these material things and play house. I can live here and do these things, but the material shit is just influx and it don't really make me feel good as a person. So why would I focus on that? It seems like the things that make you feel good are, Hey, I want my daughter to be a very well adjusted human being, which is not just like a run of the mill, like human being, but like, have like nuance and understanding of self and can like, even if she don't get it immediately because she's going to be young and not necessarily thinking about it all, have the tools when she's ready to use them. Mm-hmm. What? That's wait, not wait, wait a, when she gets out in like college, a normal parent goal. <laughs> and then she going to be out here like, I how don't many know parents you know that like, goals like that? People crazy, ma. <laughs> they don't understand anything. How, 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 many, how many parents <laughs> you got like that? <laughs> Not many. But like, Not exactly. Many. You, you know, know how many people are actually gonna have a fully well-adjusted kid at the end of like? There's you're actually trying to build a whole list. You're trying to build a whole person. I feel yeah, like that that's shit way me, more. Like, but that don't matter to a lot of parents. Yeah, shit, a lot of parents our age, parent, our parents like that's not what they was doing. It was like we gonna keep you alive, and the rest of you is just gonna have to figure Three it out on yourself. Yeah, and so it's like yeah. you before, have lofty goals. They're just not materialistic goals. But uh, I don't think that makes them less lofty. Yeah, because it don't even stop with Riley just being like, I envision my family like on all fronts. Like, no, nah, we get this out the way first. And you can be whoever you need to be. It's just this right here is important to see how you step into the world. That shit is helly as important to me. If I had a man, like, no, no, we need to take care of this first and this. 
so you can be better for the things that you want to do and learn how to tackle them. And then those moments where we be fucking up, you know, you can at least get yourself out of them. And have resources to pull upon. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so yeah, no, you want your thing isn't about the material. It's about mm-hmm. family. It's about y'all having spiritual growth and evolution and re- reaching a level where it's like, hey, we've reached this level where, yeah, we're going to deal with just life shit. But the way that we interact with each other, the way that we treat each other, the way we handle each other and care for each other is perpetuated by these tools so we don't cause just unnecessary damage, harm, and just hurt and continue that cycle. That's But that's lofty. Like, most people I want to break you, okay what the, you said is I want to break the gener- generational curse of my family yeah. and create a family that has a healthy and positive outlook but that's not how your family has been operating for generations but that's what you want to change right. you gonna break all, right. it all in one but that's generation. not lofty you're right you got that little ass goal go ahead you should get that done in two one weeks generation, just two weeks two weeks you gonna have her be around some of these mind, toxic I'm people like, yeah ask two weeks you got two weeks to get it done like I'll be done my book in two weeks you get done with that in two weeks you get done programming it. you okay. got two months Charles it's just we'll like, have it all figured yeah, out yeah, we'll be all done all our actions is exactly with us yeah all of our goals will be done you got two weeks to do it though because I don't know why it's going to take you longer than two weeks to, you know, figure out what you need to figure out. You got two <laughs> weeks to fix racism. Too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Like, that was close to realization, too. It was like, you want something. Like, say if I keep eating the bologna sandwiches, but I want to go eat at the Gucci restaurant. You got to stop eating the Gucci sandwiches. Yeah. You get in the toast. car. You want that Gucci toast? <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to stop feeding yourself bologna sandwiches what ass. What is it? Yeah. And you got to go get to the thing that you want to get to. Yeah. If you want to go eat that $35 piece of toast. I don't think ambition is bad. I think that it is. I think the intent behind it could lead you fucking straight. And I remember when I used to say that you should probably get to know yourself first before you start achieving things. And then he pointed out, that's implying that you shouldn't do anything. And it was. And that's not what I meant. What I'm now I'm starting to see is, can you have a level of intent to just be like, I don't know where this is because you kind of can't know what you don't want unless you fuck up at it. Also, I have one thing to say to all of the people who like in terms of us being alone, there's also going to be gaps of time where we have like massive swaths of like, it's Free like time. once you're once you're finished, it's like. You take a break for like two to three months. It's just like, uh. Yeah, the way my schedule set up, if you be like, hey, can we go see a movie at five? Sure. Yeah, like <laughs> if you ask me, I can make time. Yeah, but I'm it's always just, willing to make time. Not something that I but can't not be like, like. I'm not spending the entire like. Once you get off work, it can't be. Hey, I got off at five, and so I need you to spend from five, five to, to no the next day with me. You mean? Five to ten, you gonna go to sleep? Okay, I've never understood like me, you needing me. It's just like, no, you sleep with me. We we in the same bed. Let's go to bed. All right, well, <laughs> just like you go to bed, and I'll I'll be up there eventually. Why are you looking at me like I'm or, a madman? No, what if you don't? No, <laughs> no, no, no. What if you don't live with them? What do you mean? What if I don't live with them? And they want I'll you to spend home. the night. I got work. Exactly. <laughs> I have shit that I want to do, and I want to go. I'm going to describe it. This shit that I want to do. It's like I have work. This is what this is. I'm I'm a lot more regimented with my time because, to a certain degree, there's some inspiration that has to do with it. But it's a lot more like I can do a lot more analytical stuff, and then I have to have inspiration for certain things. So the amount of inspiration to like logic is a lot like your book. 
there's a current book. There's a lot of inspiration. There's some inspiration in there and there's some things you got to like work things out in your head, but a lot of logic. Yeah. So I can kind of do a nine to five thing, but I also just kind of choose to a certain degree not to. But then again, like with the people, with some of the people I was I mean, talking to is just like. I mean, I guess I could turn my like research and shit like that into a nine to five thing, but that doesn't feel good creatively. No, it doesn't. So why the fuck would I <laughs> sacrifice? Subject yourself to that? Yeah, subject myself to being unhappy, which is basically you want me to have a job like you where you're not happy with that. So I should do the thing that doesn't make me happy in the most field where I put myself in a position to do so. Yeah. Because like I program in four and fours. So I wake up, program four hours. And before I go to sleep, I typically program another four hours. It may not be in one shot. It's like, all right, I sat down for two hours, got up, you know, tossed. Like this morning, I woke up, I programmed, I watched some E3 stuff and I paced around, thought about things, sat back down, did some programming, came over here, came over here to the podcast. I might sit down and do another hour. I may wake up earlier and do an extra hour tomorrow morning because that's the way my brain works. But because I don't. But when I have like truncated things, I know I have to program for such and such amount of time a day. I at least make sure I hit that minimum mark. Yes. So like. So mine's is definitely not as regimented as that. That is uh, way too structured. For yeah, I don't even got a schedule. I just write what I need to do, and I'm like, gotta get a, done. I don't got like I a, don't. at nine o'clock. I'm not saying I 100 stick to that. Like I'll wait. Sometimes I wake up and I lay in bed for like an hour, nah. or sometimes I wake up and like a couple Normally. days I woke up and I was being hit with a hard drive. Told told that I have to put this together. I was very upset about that because I'm sitting up here like. It's like a whole five terabyte hard drive. It's just like, why? It's just yeah. like, I told you I had a hard drive. This has nothing to do I, with me. I think when I gave myself, <laughs> like, I had a whole thing of alarms in my phone. When I gave myself times to do it and then, like, say something wouldn't get done, I would beat myself up about it. And then everything else was spiral control. So I stopped that. Like, I stopped putting, this needs to be on this time. This needs to be like, no. <laughs> As long as they get done, as long as your priorities is out the way, figure out what your priorities for that day is. And then whatever else can either be moved to the next day or you can take a nap and go do it. But me and time, like this has to be done at this specific time from what I'm doing now. Not to say that it wouldn't change if I got a deadline or whatever in the future. for Like something has to be shipped before such and such a time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I still got a package in my car. I ship. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting to ship it out. That's so bad. But anyway. But yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> you see how I don't, I gotta have it out and it's just chilling in my car. I'm like, every time I look at it, I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what's wrong with me on this front. <laughs> it's just sitting there and oh, I gotta, and, it gotta um, go out tomorrow. I can't do that. Uh, like, like the that regiment. Yeah, like, no. But I, like I said, I wake up, I'll probably wake up like eight. I'm not getting out of my bed though until like, 9.30. But I can do research and stuff on my phone. I'm not wanted, I don't want to do that either. I want to lay there and... Kind of edge out and, and enjoy the air conditioning. And yeah, that and... Yo, I do that shit for so long. I'd be like, you could be doing anything and right now. And have sleep and cut my alarms off, but I have so many alarms set in the morning because I just like not to sleep my, in, long in the daytime. Mm -hmm. And I don't really need them all because once my one goes off, I'm up. 
But I enjoy that part of it where I'm laying there and another another just random noise. I hit the little side thing and I lay there and Bruh, then that's just kind of that like a, I'll be it's just, just like a, all right. So what I want to do it and then once I get tired of all the noise, I cut them off sleep. and I'm like, all right. No niggas can't. When am I getting up for real? All right, let's get out the bed. We got. I some usually shit to get do. up after Riley pop in my room, make her appearance. She I, go and be like, I'm hungry. All right, that's my cue. I'll hear. I <laughs> don't like getting up. Any David earlier kid, why can't than you like, just forage like every other every other child does? Some days I'll be like, I'm not making you breakfast, but why? Cause you can scramble an egg, nigga. Get off the face. You can do that. You can scramble an egg. Just go outside and forage. Uh, yeah. Get some nuts and some berries. Nah. <laughs> I wish if we was the West Coast, I'd get up at six o'clock in the morning. Okay. But since we're on the East Coast time, getting up at six is basically is, pointless. Yeah. Because on the West Coast, I can get up at six and it's nine here. Don't shit be going on. Things have already started, so I can then jump right into the mix. I like that much more. But since there's nothing going on, it's usually like Bruh. a hard stretch for me to like everything get like content and things like that that I need to like find and everything. Because like don't nobody you know, started. I do all the news for the shows yep. and everything like that. So I'm constantly throughout the week. Seeing what's going on, like the Cayman Shell thing that I brought up today, I was it just. But you gotta wait for the information. I didn't know what the hell you was talking about until it happened to me. I'm like, I want to go, but nobody else wants to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the world ain't moving. What's going on with y'all? And I was like, fuck it. That's <laughs> <just start till laughs> I'll wait till nine. Standard time. That's when you, you can literally feel the shift in the air. After nine, you'd be like. All right. Yeah. And so that's why I just don't get out of my bed till about nine. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. After nine, you can feel the shift. But before I, then, oh, it'd be like, it's probably very annoying on the West Coast to the point oh, where it's just, it. well, oh. in terms of like everyone else, in turn, like, I mean, it's probably nice to just be able to wake up and things be going on. But the, also, bro, the way that I, you can work is crazy because I can wake up and work. And yeah, y'all stop working um, a little earlier, you guys. So y'all start working around two o'clock our time, cause yeah. about about five. But at that Maybe point, three. you can actually stop doing stuff and just enjoy the rest of the day. No, we still are open. <laughs> Everything is still running, cause we still have another three hours to go. So I can work much more efficiently in the day because I start my day and I can just hit the ground running, cause there's already so much content. I'm already three hours behind everybody on the East Coast. So when I wake up at six. I'm in the mix. Shit is going. Things are moving. Y'all wind down. Now I just focus on what's happening out here. And I'm still dealing with it. And then I'll, I'll stop maybe six o'clock. But that's nine o'clock y'all time. I've and worked. You can for, enjoy six to nine just like it's a normal day. Yeah. Whereas like. So that means no overtime, no nothing. You know, there's probably not too much more content coming out. Nothing that you really yeah, need to Yeah, y'all have stopped. Y'all aren't putting anything else. Not too much else coming out on the West Coast. So now it's just time just to relax. Yeah, like everything is done at six on our time. So boom. I have this large swath that I can work in. Here it feels so condensed that if you don't wake up, at nine, today's basically. Yeah, if you wake up at noon, bruh, oh my god, it feel like a five second window because if you ain't out the door really at nine, you, and if you wait till ten, you oh be my like, god, it's like eleven. <laughs> oh my god, then it's <laughs> then you missed. Oh you my, feel like you missed so much. It goes so quickly. What like the fuck. All right, we can keep this going for forever. Oh yeah, we probably should. Oh, it's his bag. <laughs> like, let's talk about some work. 
Yeah, no. Yeah, we talk about work. That is definitely my bag. Like, I like to talk about work. But we also like what we're doing on a day to day. That's very true. (laughs) So it's just like, and we do, I definitely know a lot of people. Who do not? If y'all don't like what y'all do, maybe reevaluate what you're doing because yeah, get to where you need to get. Like what I will say is, <laughs> if you don't like your job, even if you're just going to get another nine to five, I suggest that because you're realistically going to work your full time job more than you spend time at home and with any other person. So if you hate your job, that means that you hate a majority of your life. If you hate a majority of something, you might as well just say you hate all of it. So you hate your life. Why would you choose a route that means you hate your life? That's crazy. And this has been Conscious Reconstruction.